This week I have for you a special Chatting with George Noonan. Dave from the Needless to Say podcast stops by and shows a lighter, kinder, gentler side of himself. He might even cry. We'll get to that later. But in the meantime, DJ Jimmy B, play my music. Ladies and gentlemen. 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 Can I please have your attention? It's now showtime. Are you ready? Are you ready for start time? Let's find out. Ready? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax, because it's about time for chatting with George Noonan. Oh, yeah. Anyways, that that sounds fair. That sounds very fair. Uh, Dave from Providence, you're on. So no, uh, I first before we do anything, I, I did hit record. By the way, so right. um, I do want to thank you. I was at your humble abode two weeks ago, and I had a great I had a great time. I don't know if you remember I showed up because you were enjoying the party, if you will. Uh, listen, man, I remember uh, you showing up. You're still and really I was leaving. Happy that you did- no, no. Well, listen, I don't remember anybody leaving. Yeah. It's well, it's, it's not because listen, I was having fun. It's not because I was blackout drunk, but we have this party every year, and like people show up, I get excited when when someone shows up. Like this was your fr- first time at the party, and um, we talked for a while. I, and at some point, like as the night goes on, people just kind of duck out as when they're done, and. I'm still like it's I'm hosting at the same time and trying to enjoy the party. So I'm like the dog from up. I'm like, Oh, squirrel. And then, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? But it was a fun time. And I I love, I love that you showed up because you even said, Oh, I just figured we, you, my wife did an invite all. Yeah. And, and you were like, yeah, whatever. But then she, she specifically called you on Facebook. She's like, Oh, we're only having fun if George shows up (laughs) and you're like, Oh shit. I guess I guess I did get the invite. <laughs> I, I literally said, "Oh, oh crap! I, I really invited." I, I I honestly did think she hit select all. I was like, "Oh well, she doesn't mean me, so I just I won't even answer." Out of sight, out of mind. And then when she called me out, I'm like, "Holy crap! I got to go to this party." And I think it was like yeah. on a third the Thursday before it. Luckily, I, I lived the life of of some schmuck from Massachusetts, and I had my Saturday was not quite full yet, so that was good. But. <laughs> I probably would. I probably would have canceled anyways, Dave, because I, I really like you guys, and I, I wanted to uh, to be there. No, it was it was fun, man, and, and I'm I'm glad you came. It's it's we do it every year, and it's just there's nothing special about our our yard, our house. You know, it's just a house party. A bunch of uh, like minded adults get together and have a good time. There's never any drama or issues. It's just everyone just comes together and has fun. Well, I don't, I don't know about issues because I I, I have an issue. Um, no. something that you said that night. Well, you didn't say it that night. You said it 
on your last podcast, you said that I was doughy and what was the word? I, f- I forget. I was, I was half sleeping when I heard it, but, um, <laughs> I, I did, I did some, I listened to the podcast and I, I, cause I, I didn't know if you guys were going to cover it or not. And, um, oh, yeah. yeah, though I, I took a good little ribbon and Brad, Brad was out of his mind with my eyebrows. He can't shut up about him. I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> Brad's the one said that you were doughy. I said that you were opaque. Oh, that's what. Okay. <laughs> if I want to, if I want to call you out, I got to get it right. That makes sense. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you, opaque. You're, you're correct. <laughs> you're correct that I was picking on you. Just get the right line. Yeah, it was, it was a, right. you mixed up the punchline. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's fair. I wasn't taking notes. I was kind of half asleep. So, but then I. Oh, but then you I. Know, when you when you. God, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You go. I was going to say, when you, when you got to the party, I, I stepped on a couple of your lines. Like you were, I was oh. introducing you to people at the party and you were trying to subtly like troll them with, I can't yeah. remember the specifics, but both times I was like, no, George, this. And you were like, Dave, what are you doing? Yeah, like, you're wrong. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I, I remember one of them, like, Mike was, it was Mike. It was your, one of your, this, by the way, everybody, this is uh, Dave from the Needless to Say podcast. You've heard Brad, this is Dave. And uh, you had a, a, a an original member that is no longer with you guys, but you're still friends. His name yeah. is Mike, and I was saying yep. to Mike said to me, "Oh, we've met before." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, oh, I, oh yeah, absolutely." And, I was, and you're like, "What? When did you guys meet?" I'm like, "Dude, that was." <laughs> he was buying everything I was selling, and you're like, "No, no, 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 no. This is no time for fun at and the I party." I should know better. I know I should know better. It's like when I do the show, when I do the podcast, it's like, all right, I put it. It's like game time. Like yeah. I put him a game face and go to work there. I was relaxed. I wasn't focused on trying to bust people's <laughs> balls. You know what I mean? So it was just, I, it's just the wrong reference point. That's all it was. I just thought it was funny. Cause I was, you, and you were so innocent about it. You're like, Oh man, that was great. I know. And I felt bad. I'm like, Oh, he was gonna, that was a good one. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had another one. I thought you were on board. You're like, you ruined that one too. I'm like, forget it. I'm not making fun of anybody of Dave's near me. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's when, I, that's when I just excused myself. I'm like, I'm just going to leave you alone now. I'm just ruining. I'm, I'm a step away. I'm a one man show, Dave. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I had to put myself in timeout. So, you get some extra time today. Yeah, man. Yeah, my uh, my wife took my, my four, four and a half year old has a birthday party. So, she's going to a five year old birthday party. And I was so happy that you asked me to do the show for you because now I don't have to go to a five-year-old's birthday <laughs> party today. Wow. <laughs> and no, Ray was great. She's like, no, that'd be good. Yeah, go, go on with George. That'll be fine. I'll take Ari. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. And, oh, see, that was great. You should have been like, no, I'll, I'll cancel. I promise. I, if anything for you. And she'd be like, no, no. And you're like, all uh, right, but know that I would. That yeah, no, no, no. We're past that point in our relationship. Oh, like, okay. I'm not giving her any opportunity to reel me back in. Oh, she would have. <laughs> no. Well, in that case, you can she drive. The pass, I was out the door. Like, oh, <laughs> see ya. That's awesome. That is funny. Like, I don't, I, yeah, I don't mess around like that anymore. It's funny. I had, I had a boss for a while, where um, I work. I work from home now. I do remote work, but for a long time, I was going to an office in Hopkinton, Mass, every day. Like, I'd show up, do my thing. Um, and I, I run training classes. So when I'm not running a class, I'm working on other project stuff, updating this sort of stuff. I had a boss who was very, uh, very cool. Like I, I have one of those jobs where I don't punch in at a certain time and punch out, you know, it's a salary job. So there would come times on Friday afternoons where I'm at my desk working and she would come walking back in the office area and she would be like, why are you still here? And before she sat down on her desk, I'm packing my shit up. I'm like, I know what that means. Like, goodbye. Have a good weekend. 
So I'm not giving her a chance to find something for me to do. She's like, why are you here? I'm not. Goodbye, Linda. <laughs> Who, me? I'm not Dave. Goodbye. Yeah, listen, I can take hints. I'm, I, I pride myself on being very socially aware of, of people's intentions and things. So I understand. I get those cues. Yes. You, you, you hurry up before. It's, it's one of those things where I hurry up before I change my mind. That's exactly right. I'm not going to give you the chance to go backwards. No, because I'm not answering that phone after I leave, so call, mm-hmm. some, call some other sucker. Now, did, are, you work, <laughs> are you working home now because of COVID, or have you always worked from home? No, it's I worked, I worked from home because uh, when I was going to the office, it was, we had a big training facility. It was in Hopkinton, Mass. And the company I work for is not even national. We're a global company. So the, co- the company decided to build a new training facility in uh, Texas outside of Dallas because it's centrally located. So when that happened, my job shifted from going to the office and running training classes in person to doing virtual training. And that was about almost five years ago at this point. So I've been working from home for that reason since before all this COVID mess. So I, it just it just worked out. But for a time, it was like every day office and and. For me to go to Hopkinton, that was an hour and 15-minute drive each way on average. Yeah, and I do appreciate the fact that you say Hopkinton, not Hopkington, because there's no G in Hopkinton. Despite, uh, there's no G. Despite in, what everyone says. Dude, listen. I live in Massachusetts. And all, in what? I grew up there. Like That's where I was born, too. And, and it's not – I've known enough people that have trouble saying Massachusetts as well. Like I know people from down south. They put like T's in it. Extra T's and CHs and like Massachusetts. Massachusetts. No, it's not. It's none of those things. Uh, it drives me crazy. Well, it's it's bad enough with the pronunciation because you got words like Peabody and people want to say Peabody, which nobody does, and Reading and Reading and Worcester and Gloucester. So don't, you, we don't be need. Nobody needs you to add a letter to a town. You just don't. But it, no, but, but at least Peabody and Reading, I can I can see those mispronunciations sure. because they're just doing it phonetically. Like, right. I get that, but don't add letters like Hopkington. Right? No. Why are you Hopkington? And when? Who started it? And when? How you doing? Good. Good. You, you are. I'm in my garage because my my my, oh, my, that's, that's my, my my abode was was too comfortable apparently. So I had to come out here and sweat my ass off. I got swamp ass. Oh, how you doing? Good. Thanks. Just talking about swamp ass. That's all, dude. Um, and, and, and my, I don't know if you've listened, but my garage is one, the, I already heard a train, so you're good there. We pro- we'll probably hear one more, but, uh, cause it's 10 feet behind the garage and the, the commutal, commutal, is that the word? Communal trash compactor. Is, it is now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to conjugate it in a few minutes if you, if you just hold on tight. Um, so the people run the trash out and they walk by the garage all the time. They look in and sometimes you can't see in. So they're like, like peeking at a window. You know, how like you're, if you're behind a window and they don't oh, know you're there yeah. and they're like scratching their nuts and stuff. Well, she's not, but he was. And you just, you not just realizing that you're there. Yeah. That I'm, that you're looking right. So that's so why I, I try to say something so they don't play. Oh God, don't pick my nose now. But I, <laughs> I should let them though. I should. We had one moment she brought her dog in here and she, I was like, you would know we're doing something, right? We're, we're. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Whatever. yeah i got i mean i got headphones on i got a microphone i have two empty chairs for me in case i want to pee in a cup without anybody looking that's that's a that, <laughs> I, I learned that real quick do the pee dance but uh oh, <laughs> but no it's funny because that commute would suck because it took me i i live in abington it's south of boston and it took me okay a little over an hour i would say not it, was, it wasn't bad at all but i heard that now tell me this is true 
People in Rhode Island think that 15 minutes is a long commute. Yeah, that sounds about right. What, where did that come from? Yeah. What, why? We, listen, we live in a state that you can fit between Dallas and Fort Worth. <laughs> True. The entire state. You know, like, so I, I think like this. I have friends in Texas who will, will drive 15 or 20 minutes just to get to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. And for us around here, like we have, I don't know, what is there, 42 towns or cities in Rhode Island, and they're all, they all share borders. I you passed them all. One to the next. <laughs> Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, yeah. And if you blinked, you missed five of yeah, them. Yeah, I, did. Um, I missed hope. I don't know how, but but that's that's how we are. Places around here, you go town to town to town. Other parts of the country, you go town to just like country for a while. Yeah, you, like and you're just driving in the county, and then you get to another town. It's different around here, so people are used to going like everything is right down the street. So if you have to drive a little further. It's it's ridiculous. Like, no, I can't do that. No way. It's not happening. But it's always amazed me that, that people in this such a small state have never left, ever. Really? And it blows my mind. Like, it it takes concerted effort to not leave a state this small. Yeah. Like, you have to go out of your way to stay here. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't get it. I won't go out of the way to Just see somebody, but I will to stay here. Right. Every Friday, right, I we go to Brad's house to, to record, or every other, we go to his house to record. He lives in Warren, Rhode Island. I live in East Providence. I have to drive through Massachusetts to get to his house. That's hysterical. But just to go see my friend, I have to drive through another state to get there. <laughs> so the fact that people don't leave, it blows my mind. I don't understand. That's funny. Yeah, and most of my ride, once I got to the highway, because I, I took me like a half hour to get to the highway from where I am. And I was like, oh, man. And then they said you're like 20 minutes away. I'm like, how can that possibly be? But you're right off the highway, too. It's all highway. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I, I, I go to the well. Actually, I met you at a comic con, so that's how I, I I go to the comic con, and that's my uh, my journey. Yeah. yeah, we're only. Yeah, our our we live only. That's about I don't know four and a half miles from downtown Providence. Wow, that's pretty cool. Not, yeah, it's not far at all. It's not far. So well, it's, nothing. It is pretty really. cool. <laughs> no, no, it's that's that's the point. Like, you're like, oh, I don't want to go up to Boston. It's so far. Boston is forty three miles from my house. That's <laughs> okay. not far. No, not at all. If you're doing 50, it's less than an hour. And who does 50 on the highway? Right. It's, it's two and a half innings of baseball. That's it. <laughs> well, Sox Yankees, it's four. but I mean, I mean one, but still. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We average it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cracking. Brad will be happy. I'm cracking my, my V8 energy, which I, I got made fun of. He, I should have brought a couple, he said, that night. I wasn't even thinking no, I should have. No, it's probably good you didn't. No, it's probably good you didn't. It was <laughs> we that's the thing is like if we see an opportunity we're gonna take it george no oh, you have like, to yeah you have to but i'm just i'm ooh, just, that deer is wounded let's <laughs> go after it <laughs> i smell blood i smell blood yeah uh, oh, that... no no tell me this is tell me i have a i have a theory okay and okay. Uh, and i've listened to i have not listened to all of your podcasts i will i will not even try to tell you that i have but i've listened to neither have i neither yeah fair enough and but i've listened <laughs> i've listened to i'm not going to say a ton but i've listened to some i've listened to more than 10 and um mm-hmm. um and they weren't all involving me i don't want you to think i'm a narcissist like that but uh i did come across something i'm just going to i'm just going to say that i'm glad that and I heard a little bit about this that night at your party. I'm glad that I was oh, at boy. your party and not Craig's party, because the amount oh, of yeah. penis and shoulder hair, I just it, and Tom. If yeah. I if I had Tom Selleck licking someone's butthole one more time, I, I just don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that. 
and they, I and I picked I picked I picked WandaVision. I picked Elizabeth Olsen's finger up to the knuckle. And, and I, I don't do understand. I do it ten times out of ten. But but <laughs> I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it. To me, it's a non sexual decision. It's all about the amount of pain I'm gonna experience. No, that's fair. That's fair. And had I been that's, thinking that's that way, it. I would have gone with the Tom Selleck because you're right. That's just I mean, a that's, quick second. That's not to say I, right. That, that's not to say I wouldn't fuck Tom Selleck. I would. He's a good looking man. <laughs> well, but, well, you'd be on the receiving end with Tom question. Selleck. He's more man than you are. But <laughs> that that particular set of questions, <laughs> I was basing it on a pain threshold. That's all it was. All right. Lay out the question. So the the question, it's funny. I actually wasn't on that episode. Uh, I was sick that that one night. So Brad, Craig, and, and Matt did this, but the question came up, um, would you rather have Elizabeth Olsen go two knuckles deep with her finger into your pee hole or have Tom Selleck eat your ass? And a, a uh, huge majority of, of individuals have opted for Tom Selleck and his beautiful stash to be in their butthole. Well, it sweeps up after it's That's been, good. There are there are three people that I know that have opted for Elizabeth Olsen. It's you, Brad, <laughs> and our friend Mike. Who you? Did, I don't think you have met, and and I don't. I still don't understand the rationale. And Brad keeps saying, "Well, at least she's touching it." I'm like, "Yeah, she's <laughs> touching it to hurt it. Like that's not." That's the only reason I went with it too. If 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 if, if they were like, if they were just blank faces, I would say, "Well, obviously, I'm taking the, the, the salad tossing over." The knuckle deep. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. But when you put Elizabeth Olsen to it versus Tom Selleck, uh, it's just you know. Plus, I had been, I drank, I had three cokes by then, so I was I was already on the wind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what if what if she has rheumatoid arthritis? <laughs> then I get gonna it. Hurt. Then then you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> then I'm in the papers. I don't want to look. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to look like a small mouth bass at the end of her finger. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be hooked on that. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think I think if I could but do yeah. it over again, I'd change my answer. But yeah, but no, could, that that question that question came up. It was I think it was almost it was the week of Fourth of July, give or take, like either the week before or after. And it's the the question will not go away. <laughs> Craig and Matt have made it their their mission. Like they go into work, do their job, they punch out, and then their mission for the next like sixteen hours is to to pull people on this particular question. Now, what are they hoping to get? Like a hundred yeses to Tom Selleck, or are they trying to just like I don't get it? Honestly, I think I think the motivation at this point is just to further publicly shame Brad <laughs> and me and emasculate yeah. him a little more. I think that's the sole motivation <laughs> at this point. I'm I'm cool with that. I like it. And that leads me to my other question, because it, <laughs> it, it, and there's a reason for for me asking this because I I, I know a little bit about this. Um, I have a theory. All right, it was proposed to me, and I kind of—it wasn't my theory, but it was brought up to me, and I—I—I kind of—I can see it. I don't know if it's true, so it's not my theory. I won't tell you whose it is. You—you you might actually know once I say it. But my theory—the—the the theory is that you guys all love each other, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you hate each other. Because, and I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you, you don't need, I, you may know who said it, but, but I'll tell you what makes sense about it, okay? Because you, I, I can quote you, because I heard you say okay. it on the podcast, you were, um, you were, you were angry that you hadn't hurt yourself as bad as you thought you did, because then you <laughs> had to face the music of faking being hurt. Yes. 
Okay, now yeah. that's not the work of someone. <laughs> so, so you go from there. Tell me if that's if there's a, a dosage of accuracy there or not. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's. There's. I think that derives from some semblance of truth. So, so I'll, I'll give you the backstory on that story, um, and it all comes from like my wife's side of the family. So, so my wife um, is Craig's cousin and also Matt's sister. So I kind of married into their family. Um, Brad always makes himself to be the outsider, but he and Craig have been friends for for a decade at this point. Uh, so Craig, Matt, and Rayanne, they're all cousins. Matt and Rayanne are, are siblings. I married in. Their family, which is basically the, uh, Matt and Rayanne's father's side of the family. So their father was Craig's uncle. They are professional ball busters. <laughs> they, they do not let you make any mistakes because they will let you hear about the rest of their life. Right? And they just let, they, that's what they do. It's kind of like what we do on our show. We bust balls. But they take it to the next level. So a few weeks ago or a month or two ago, I was building like a little playhouse for the kids in the backyard. And I went to just pick up two, two sheets of plywood and I did it. And my, my right arm popped, like my bicep. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, that's not good. So I, I gave it a little while and it wasn't getting better. So I went to the doctor. And when I got there, the doctor's like, well, well, the good news is you didn't tear anything. I don't feel any issues. You probably just really... It's almost like a, a real bad sprain on the ligaments. So it's going to take a while to heal. And I was like, oh, thank God. Before I left the building, the doctor's building, I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, shit, I'm not really that hurt. These guys are going to <laughs> relentlessly bust my, like, it would have been, like, <laughs> physically, thank God I'm not hurt. Mentally and emotionally, I wish I was hurt so I had a reason for them to not bust my ball. <laughs> so, and that's what it is. And, and it's not, there's no malintent. It's like, Oh, you did that. You pussy. And that's what it is. Just, it's an opportunity to, to just dig into someone. There's no, like, there's no malintent, but it's, it's more like when you have siblings, like I, those three guys, I would do anything for if one of them called me right now. I was like, Hey, listen, I need some help. You and I are done. I'm leaving. You know what I mean? Thanks. But at the same time, they're the first one who I'm going to target if they fuck up <laughs> because they can. Right. Right. And that's, I, I think that's a, honestly, it's a healthier relationship than some people have where they won't vent frustrations with people or whatever, because what you hear on the show is a lot of fun conversations and jokes and things. We also have a lot of spirited debates um, about like politics and music and health and what, whatever it is before the show, after the show, it happens. And we're the kind of people like, no, I think you're wrong. Here's why this and we'll have those things. But at the end of the day, we can just move on from like, here's my opinion. I don't agree with yours, whatever. And that's, that's how it is. So the fact that we can be that open with people, with each other and still understand that this, we're not out to really hurt someone. I think it's, it, it makes things fun, but there's, we love each other. We hate that we love each other and we loved it at the same time. It's just one of those things where we ha we can do this with each other. Yeah. It, it, it does. And actually last no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say last night. Last night was a perfect example because it was Matt's birthday this last Monday. So what we do for each other on our birthdays, we roast each other. So if you've ever seen like the Comedy Central roast, the, I was that's in Craig's. What we do to each other. I was in Craig's. Yeah. So that's what that's what we do, but without the edits or the beeps. <laughs> so so we, this, Brad, Craig, and I, we we just destroyed Matt last night for his birthday, and at the end, we're like, wow, those were some bad, rough jokes. <laughs> 
I can't believe we're friends. You know, but we can do that because we we do it just for a laugh, not to be mean. Yeah, I always so, say tell I, people when I'm making fun of them, listen, if I, if I wasn't, if I, you would know if I liked you because if I didn't like you, I wouldn't be making fun of you. That's right. That's, I feel comfortable enough to be like, that's how I bond with people too. Like if, if we weren't there, I don't, that means I don't want to spend the time with you. Mm, exactly. And I, I, I have a question. I, sh- I should probably ask you this off the air, but um, I was listening to that, that podcast with the North Carolina people that came up. Uh, uh, it was like two or three ago. Cause I, I listened at night, so I don't know which one I woke up to. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Joey and Nate. Yeah. Now in that, Craig edited it and did it need to be did you, have you listened to that one? Yes, yeah. It's like yeah, you, it's so, it's like you're cutting a commercial after every joke and then coming back from it. What is Craig hawking up a cigarette lung there every time? What is I just no, I, I'm just no. is there a reason for that? Usually what happens uh when when there's edits like that is when we have other people on that haven't done the show before we get these awkward pauses and silences and things. So he'll try to just cut out and shorten those breaks. Oh, okay. All right. But so that's a lot of what that is. Cause yeah, Joey has it. He's been on our show in the past. It's been a while, but his friend Nate had never been on. So a lot of what you hear, like when you catch those little jumps, it's him taking out just a two or three seconds of silence just to cut down on the time and make it a little more seamless. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, just I just felt like I was like, oh, we're going, we're going to commercial again. Okay, and we're back, and then we're going to commercial, and we're back again. It just, it was just. Yeah, we're right here. We are. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Right, like it's a live show. Like no one knows. No one cares. Oh, go. Craig's like Carson smoking at the desk in between the commercials and everything. It's it, right, it was... right, like he's freaking Johnny Carson. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is weird. Ugh. Uh, it's I just, but I just, I had to ask because I was like, well, there has to be a reason for that because you don't just do that because it doesn't. Because it would fade yeah, out, no, it, and then it would fade. It was just you could tell. But at yeah, any it, rate, it, sometimes between between that and and the other thing that happens a lot is um, when we have a lot of people on the show, we only have so many ports for microphones. So sometimes we need people have to share. So Joey and they were actually sharing a microphone. So some of those breaks might be him in the editing process bringing someone's audio levels up oh, okay. to, to hear it. So yeah, there's there's some of that that goes on too. The more people that we end up bringing in, the the more work he has to do. So it's it's a lot. He does a good job for someone that's a quote unquote not professional at this. He does an excellent job editing because we've we've recorded in my basement, my patio, Brad's basement, Brad's garage, um, a bunch of other places, and you it never sounds like we're any place other than like in a studio. Every once in a while, you'll catch a plane fly overhead. But for the most part, he does a really good job of bringing up the the audio and making it sound nice and clean and professional. Yeah, and I knew there was a reason. I wasn't trying to bust on him, even though yeah. it's easy to. It's, no, too, it's, it's low. Listen, it's low hanging fruit. Craig's low hanging fruit. You know that. Listen, Craig. Craig's <laughs> rotting fruit on the ground. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> but I just that, so I'm glad you because I, I was I, curious. Yeah, I'll give him his credit where it's due, and he does a great job editing. I don't edit anything. I, you. I, I did. I, I think I've edited three things. One's because someone said something they weren't supposed to. Um, my aunt had a request, and I, I edited that. And I added music because Brad had to cut to take a, to go to the bathroom. And when he came back, he said, "I, I said, oh, I forget what I said, but he said, oh, I, I wish you'd throw some music in there.' So I, so I did. 
and that was it. But it was there was really, I don't know. I just feel like it's a conversation. But yeah, you're right. If it's taken forever and you got different levels and, and you got to give this guy the microphone, I, I understand that. You guys go for like yeah. hours too. Like I think my my longest one is three hours, and I think your shortest one is three hours. It seems like you guys yeah, go we, you guys go all do. night. We do, but we you know there's four of us, and, and a, a big part of our show is is kind of how it started. It is the the biggest part of our show is us talking about our weeks. We call it our week in review. It's like, hey, how was your week this week? And we just talk about what, even if it's something innocuous or some big story, whatever it is, we find a way to talk about it and and make it funny and relatable. But with four guys together, when you do that, that's a long conversation. So that ends up being the most fun part of the show. Last week's episode, for example, we did an hour and a half of just talking about our week, <laughs> the four of us, you know, and we haven't even done a, a, any, any kind of a structured show at that point. So that in that sense, we do record a lot. And, and because we will go back and edit and take out things, because we'll stop for breaks um, if we have to, um, whatever it is. Uh, sometimes we'll say things that we're like, oh, well, that's going to come out, you know. So um, we do have to go through that editing process. But yeah, a large part of the show is just us talking about our weeks and, and you know, making fun of the, whatever it is, the silly things that go on in, in our na- daily lives. I want to know if I would love to hear its own podcast of things that you've cut out because you guys will go <laughs> and I appreciate it. I know it's not for everybody, but yeah. you know what you're getting into when you say I say to the echo before I go to bed, play needless to say podcast. I know what I'm getting. And yeah. It, it is. I mean, I've been, and I did that last night. That's why I couldn't differentiate how many I had heard. Because I, and it's what's funny. It's the part that that you guys were talking about. Because immediately you mentioned your party, and then it was said we'll get to that later. So I'm like, oh man, I hope I'm up for that part. But I actually woke up when I heard my name. And that's when I was like, and I, that's why I confused what you and Brad said because I heard a little bit. I was like, all right, they, they, I, I got off, yep. I got off pretty easy there, so I'll take it. But um, yeah, you, you did. But 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 I I do remember waking up and I I was more coherent and I heard Matt talking about his because he, he had a crappy week he didn't it's like I don't got much I had a crappy week and like you guys like well duh you always have a crappy week and he's like well I'll tell you when I have a yeah. good week and and he was talking about that picture that Rayanne put on Facebook about how she's stunning yeah. and he's like f- falling off the earth with a Nirvana shirt he doesn't even like Nirvana he's been, and so that was that was that was funny that was good stuff so I, I do like that yeah. segment that's pretty good. And you were you were was, you were yeah. somewhat quiet on that one though. You weren't you weren't really. Did you guys, how does yeah. that work out? Yeah. Like obviously Matt is not afraid to talk, which is good. That's you you want that. Um, Craig he'll cough with the best of them. Um, Brad will. I will remember you. Tell Brad to stop singing, please. We don't need that. Oh we don't God. need a soundtrack. To needless to say, and um, you 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 ha- you have good stuff. I, I think you pick your spots more than anything. And what I love about you I, guys yeah. is that if I could just finish this one thought, you guys, I love, <laughs> which goes against what I'm going to say now. You guys are <laughs> absolutely the best at giving each other their time without interruption, which is mm-hmm. hugely important. It's 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 huge it, with me as one person, let alone the four of you. So how does that work out? Do you guys, is, is one week sometimes Craig heavy? Do you work out like Brett? Like if you had, like it's your party, you want to talk about that. Is that something you discuss or do you, do you just go with the flow? We, uh, it's a little bit of both. Um, when it comes to our, our week in review, uh, we, we have uh, like a shared uh, Word document basically that, that we use to kind of rough, rough out what we want to talk about. Um, and it's more so just reference 
for me, um, it's our, we call it's our outline. So we'll have, uh, like I said, it's a working document. We've got sections for all of us. We can review. So for me, it's like, all right, if I had something funny happen to me this week, I'll go into this document and just add a quick little note or two, like, uh, like a bullet point just to remember. So at the end of the week, I'm like, these are the things that happened to me this week. Let me talk about whichever ones I want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you appreciate the guy so backing not, up right now, by the way? Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can go forward, so guy. You can go forward. It's okay. You, you don't have to. Be, this isn't reverse racing. You can go forward. Go ahead. Take it out of reverse. I mean, it's been like a mile now. He's been going backwards. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your help. There you go. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hit anything. Uh, okay. Sorry. But, but yes. Oh, no, no. But we, we, we use the outline to kind of just organize thoughts and things. So it's like, hey, all right, I had this happen to me this week. I had that. And I'll just put a, a quick little thing. It's almost like a, a reminder for me, just a jumping off point. Um, we don't script anything. If there is something that we do want to talk about, um, we'll throw it in there, this outline as well, like my party or Craig's party. And, and we'll just make little notes about, stuff that happened but it's just like hey this is what it was when it but when it comes to the four of us talking we're all like you said really good at when someone's chiming in and talking we let them finish the thought because with with a podcast like we do being it just audio if you have two or three people talking you can't pay attention and you get too much background noise you can't focus in on anything and it, it makes it unlistenable so we're really good at letting whoever it is finish and then whoever it is, jump in and kind of go that way. So there are times we go way off and it happens, but for the most part, we understand that we're, while we're having fun and doing our thing, it's, it's also a podcast and people listen. So it has to be listenable. And that's one of the big key ingredients is, is one person at a time. Yeah. And I do, I have listened to somewhere you have, you guys are all, yeah, but it's, it's, your guys are all laughing and it's, it's a huge difference and it's contagious. Yeah. And that's when sometimes yeah. you get people talking over each other because you're trying to one up the last joke and make it, and you can tell yeah. that it's, it's not, you guys are just, you're not, there's no, there's no, there's no but script there. Scripted. You're just going off. And as great as you are yeah. doing it, of course you slip up. It happens. Listen, I, I've, I think I've, I've cut you off twice already. It, it, it's, I try my best not to, but, the, but we're just two people. At least it could be easy. But I, I want to know though, yeah. do you guys like raise your hand? Do you just know? Nope. No, nope. we just, we just go. So when we do our week in review, each, each guy has a turn. So we'll be like, you know, Hey Brad, how was your week? Sounds like a and fun Friday night. Tell whatever. Yeah, he'll tell whatever story he wants, right? Whatever story he wants. And as he's telling it, that's when, you know, the, the other three of us, if we see an opportunity, like he says something like, oh, I'm going to take a shot here. Bang, like say something or make a joke. But for the most part, we let him do his, tell his story and that we'll go, go wherever we have to. And that's usually what it is. is. Is Brad saying something or Craig or whoever it is, when there's a pause or you have a joke or punchline, someone fires it, and then we just go wherever it takes us. But yeah, so it, it's not so much we raise hands; it's 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 just organic. So we, I think we all kind of had the same mindset. We know when to 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 take our shots, when to speak up, and when to let the other guys finish whatever it is they're saying. Unless, of course, it's Brad trying to defend the fact that he claims he surfed in Long Island, then he can go fuck himself. It never happened. <laughs> I will remember. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear that commercial now, it's something I'm going to think about. Oh, great, Brad. That's all you can think about. Jesus. Right? 
with his th- with his third base cane walking around like he's MC third base. You, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? MC Search or, or oh, yeah. Prime oh, Minister oh, Pete, I think he is. That's what that's who he, when he first walked into the party. Legal. I'm like, dude, it's third base is here. This is great. This oh my guy. god, he does look like MC Search. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, that's incredible. That's all I could think wow. about. Was, pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. Which I love that song. That but, is a fan. Yeah, he gave me the gas what face. What a fantastic reference. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. All right. Brad's got a new name. Write that down. So you just, you're, you're making my weekend review for this next episode. This is great. It's the least I can do. We, we help each other out here, Dave. That's all we do. <laughs> I do want to, I just want to give you one word. I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? <clears throat> okay. Now this is pre. I know this is. I know what I'm expecting. So this is not really rigged. Um, I mean, it's rigged. Um, and you have to tell me. You have to tell me exactly. Mulch. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? What? So I just, it's innocent. Li- mulch. What about it? You you listened that far back, did you? I may or may not oh. have had a refresher course at your party. Yeah, that's oh god damn it! Yeah, we've all been there, Dave. So, we've all been there. Have have we though? <laughs> have we really? And if if you have, how many of us have, have admitted it on the internet? <laughs> well, you did. Uh, yeah, I did. So when I <laughs> when I first joined, I was like, I, well, "Fuck it!" At this point, I'm in. Yeah. When I first joined the podcast, it was I don't know, sixty five or six episodes into to its its life. Um, we're up to two fifty two at this point. Um, so when I first joined, it, it the format was a little different. We still did our weeks in review. Uh, we had a little more structure. We used to um, pull headlines from the news and, and kind of talk about those as our topics. Um, it's it's evolved a little bit from since then, but when I first joined, I was like, I was almost actively looking into my own personal catalog for stories that could be funny. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like, let me go back in my own memory banks and find some material. Like I was, I was doing bits, right. Until you can make and, your own with them. Right. Sure. Right. So, you know, I, I was still feeling my way out. I'm like, all right, I have to think of things that are funny as opposed to now where I'm much more comfortable just going kind of, uh, you know, riffing, going off the cuff, whatever comes up. Um, but there were, I had a couple of stories from, from years ago where, where I shit my pants, right? <laughs> and I'll just, let's just say it, let's just put it out there. Um, and one of them, one of them is related to mulch. I was, I had a, a small trailer out in front of the house that I, I think I had like two or three yards of mulch and I was pitchforking it out into buckets to carry it into the yard. And it was, it was summer, it was hot, and I was in the, the fucking trailer on a pile of mulch and I ripped a fart that turned out to not be a fart. And I, I basically I strafed my mulch like I was like I was uh, like napalming South Vietnam. You know what I mean? Like it was it was awful. I was like, oh shit! So I had to like peg Literally. leg walk into my house, <laughs> right? Because I got a stiff stiff leg with with a trickle of shit running down my my thigh. What are you jumping right? And one leg I can bend my knee to drag it. I look like the fucking Terminator, right? <laughs> drag, drag my, my shit leg into the house. Uh, but yeah, so I, like I, I shit myself in a pile of mulch. Not not hidden like this trailer is parked in the street in front of my house so i'm on a public road in the city of east providence <laughs> shitting out of my shorts into a pile of mulch that i then that that's not the worst but the worst part is i have to go inside and clean myself up then come back out and shovel the shit mulch out someplace in my yard i can't just leave it there 
it's going to go someplace. So now I have to make a decision. What part of my yard do I want to put my own shit mulch in? Does it go in the front, the side yard? Where do I put this? Yeah, that was the worst. I don't know if I got to that part in the episode. <laughs> but yeah, that was a decision I never thought I'd have to make. <laughs> and what did you make? Which decision did you make? I, I'll, listen, I'll be honest. I think I spread it out. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let's let the whole let's yes. let the whole yard enjoy this. Everybody enjoy. Let's it. just spread it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> For you in the uh, back. For you yeah. in the back. There you go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as cheap seats when it comes to chip mulch. <laughs> That's great. And then and then I'll tell you how it came up is because um, you weren't even the start of it. It was it was Brad was telling me a story about Craig, how he was trying to lead... Yeah, you know the story. Yeah, I know the story. Okay, and so yeah. that that's how it started. And then you can't... Because you have a couple of them. There's one... I I, he, I, have, I got yeah. keywords. Mulchell's one, which I absolutely remember. I think one was Vegas, maybe? Or something? No, no. It wasn't Vegas. No. Um, the, the other time, I was at a wedding in D.C. D.C. is what it was. Um, so uh, a friend of mine that I had grown up with uh, in my neighborhood uh, was getting married... Um, and he lived in DC. He went to the Naval Academy. So he, he lived down there in that area of the country. Um, so went down for the wedding. The wedding was in the hotel that we all stayed at. So, which was great. Cause I'd be like, fuck, I don't have to drive anywhere. I just go to my room, come down, get bombed. All I have to worry <laughs> about is push the button on the fucking elevator. I'm good to go. So we're at the wedding, having a blast. Same thing. I've had a few drinks, try to casually pass a fart in, in the, the reception hall. I'm like, nope. I got to go back to the room. So, so I, I got to go back. I, I work my way back up to the room. I get, I get out of my, luckily it was contained to just my boxer briefs. I'm oh. like, all right, good. Nice. But then, but then here's the problem. The wedding's on a Saturday. I have to sleep in that room that night and we're leaving Sunday afternoon. So my dilemma now is where do I throw these shitty underpants? <laughs> I'm not going to put them in the tiny little half liter a trash right. barrel in the uh, hotel room, you know, this just open to the air. I can't do that. <laughs> so what I have to do is like, I'm trying to like kidnap people. I, I'm peeking my head out of the damn hotel room, looking down the hallways. There's no one coming. <laughs> I have to drop my shitty underpants in the trash barrel next to the uh, uh, elevator. Oh, everybody. <laughs> that smells like a Dave. So, nope. Yep. That's a Dave. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I'm like, all right, this, this thing has got to be changed at least once a day and they can't narrow down the list of suspects enough to implicate me. That's where it's going. It could be anybody's. It could be anybody. That's and, right. And that's I was the, able to skip back down to the, yeah, skipped my way back down to the wedding, had a blast. And, but that's the brilliance of it. You put it close to you because you would think you'd go far away to do it. That's right. That yeah. would be my, why would I, I put, be, why would I put it next to me? That was, that's stupid. I go to the third floor. Brilliant. Yeah, to, right. Yeah, close. Cool. I like that. Really? Do you think I would throw my own shitty underpants outside of my own door? It, That's ridiculous. I know. It's the Sharon Stone theory. Why would I write about it and then do it? That's stupid. <clears throat> but for basic instinct, it works every time. Now, you had mentioned earlier, yeah. and I think you deserve accolades for this. You, you, you are now past 250 episodes, and that you do one a week for yeah. the most part. Things happen. Things come yeah. up, whatever. So basically, you've been doing this now for f- almost well, almost five years, I guess, right? Yeah. Or am I wrong on been- that? Is that? Is that right? Five, yeah, five years, five and a half years. There's no math in the summer, is there? I don't know. I can't listen. Yeah, I yeah, listen. yeah. I studied. 
it's about, I studied sociology at Clemson. I'm not doing the math. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, care of the one? Yeah, it's about five years, give or take. So that, that's amazing. And, and, yeah, five, five years. They started, so Brad, Craig, and uh, Mike, who you mentioned, started it um, in the summer. And they actually recorded like five or six episodes before they published any because they wanted to make sure they got it right. And, and then once they started publishing them, every single week we get together. And there have been, um, I think Craig has made every single episode. He hasn't missed a week. Um, Brad has missed one, maybe. I've missed a couple just for whatever reasons because I'm not as dedicated. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm all set. <laughs> um, but yeah, every week. The only times we have not actively recorded a new show um, like I think at the end of the year, we'll pull together like a, um, like a best of the year compilation where we might get together and record like, Hey, this is a bit from episode, whatever, where we talked about this and have like a, a two or three minutes of commentary and then play the segment. Um, so those are really the only times we don't do a full blowout new episode, but yeah, every week for five years, we've been putting them out, which is awesome. No, that is. And it's also a good way for you guys to keep in touch and hang out and stuff, even if you get... Now, oh, here's a question. Let's say, because this has to happen within five years, based on the, at least the three of you that I know well. Um, mm-hmm. If you're if everyone's pissed at, let's say, or let's say you, I'll just say you because you're the one answering. <clears throat> how, is it yeah. awkward? Do you put it aside for the three hours that you're going to be together on Friday night? Or, or do you... Cause, what if, if, like, let's say you were... If we're pissed off at Yeah, 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 yeah. Has that happened? Um, I, I mean, I guess it would have to happen eventually. Yeah, it it, it happens. Like it, it's listen, your friends. Like nobody's they're going to piss you off one way or another. It happens. Um, but we've never. I don't think it's ever been an issue. Um, we've had. There's been a a couple of times where there's been a, a tension for a few minutes, but once it, it, the podcast actually almost forces it out. Right, it'll happen. Then we're like, all right, I'm good now. Yeah, because I imagine, you know, I just thought about it as I was as I was asking it, and I would think it actually helped you, right? Like you said, because you you could open with, all right, so Craig was, I mean, yeah, Craig was a dick today, and and then you just get it out and, and air it, and it also makes for good radio. I mean, how many, who I turned yeah. to Howard Stern to hear them him yelling at everybody within his reach. I, I mean, that's yeah, that's I'll, part of the the allure of it. Yeah, the same thing. Like I was. I used to listen to Opie and Anthony yes. when they had like Jimmy Norton on and all those guys. And like, there were, there were times where they were like, F you, this and that. And they, but they, it made for like a compelling listen, like you said. So we haven't had any, any blowouts like that or anything. I think the most, most recently there was, I think Brad and Matt, we have a set, we have a whole separate like chat we have going on, like a, a messenger chat, the four of us that it's, it's like the show, but in text format the whole week. Um, where it's, I don't remember the context, but at some point, like Matt and Brad were, were kind of at each other a little bit. It wasn't active overt. Oh, there it is. Um, (laughs) It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like, fuck you, you're an asshole, this and that. It was just like little digs or needles here. Mm. So when we get to the show by Friday, the show was going as normal. And at one point, like Brad brought it up in his weekend review and Matt was like, oh, we're going to do this. And they had like, uh, so, so they had like a 15, 20 second, like back and forth and then it was out and they were like, okay, let's move on. And that was it. And did, you know, did, 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 like to me, did to it, me, it's like jerking off. I haven't gotten laid in a while. It's like, I got to get this out. <laughs> I got to, I get it's building up. I just got to get it out. And once it's over, you're like, ah, oh, okay, finally. Little, now I can focus. Little Jimmy. Now, now did, um, did, 
did Brad end up unbreaking Matt's heart? <laughs> Nobody can unbreak Matt's heart. <laughs> that that is the best clip I've ever seen in my life. There's a clip of, for those who don't know. <clears throat> uh, Matt's in in the truck with with a guy named John who's. Obviously heard it before because he acted like he had nothing, wanted nothing to do with it, and and Matt's just yep. belting out "Unbreak My Heart" by Tony Braxton. And, and if I'm being honest, and I may edit this piece out, he was really good. I mean, yeah. if I'm being honest, it was it, it didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going to hurt to listen to. No, you you wouldn't expect uh, a a 15 year arborist free cutting <laughs> guy who's been sitting in a truck all day with his buddy to be able to sing Tony Braxton. Um, He did. But yeah, it worked. He did. I don't know what was worse. The fact that he was recording it on that awful angle (laughs) looking up towards his nose. I I don't need to see his nose hairs. I really don't. Or or the fact that he knew all the words Tony Braxton. I'm not sure. Because he wasn't reading. He knew it. He knew it. Oh, he knew it, yeah. This wasn't Bugs Bunny or Casper when you follow the bouncing ball. He was actually singing it. No, which leads me to believe he does this often. Yes. He's, he's been in the shower doing that religiously until one day you know he said, mean? you know what, this is Thursday, I'm belting it out. I'm doing it. John, buckle up because we're going. <laughs> right? It's, it's like when National, when National Geographic finally filmed something. Like last week they filmed Orca killing a great white. Like we knew it happened. We've just never seen it before. <laughs> That's what this was. Like, ah, shit, see, there it is. It's the white whale. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. <laughs> so great so great now what you guys I did hear that you guys were um, and again this might have been the episode with the people from North Carolina I forget the names already sorry, um, sorry. you guys are on the Apple charts and you, you've been there before and you, you were there recently how does that all work because uh, I don't I, I don't I know to be honest it. you don't okay you don't either I'm th- I'm I'm not listen. I'm not a hundred percent certain either. Um, Brad does a lot of the the tracking for the stuff, but um, because every every streaming service, from my understanding, measures things a little differently. Whether it's downloads or streams, or does it have to be streamed for a certain amount of time before it counts? So every service is a little different. So Apple, Spotify, Podbean, whatever it is, they all track their numbers a little differently. Um, but Apple, which is probably one of the big ones that everybody knows has categories for podcasts, right? And, and we fit into this um, comedy, comedy stand-up or comedy interviews category. Um, and we have charted, quote-unquote, been ranked, I think, up to 83, sustained for a while at this point, a few weeks, which you're like, oh, 83, whatever. But when you think about Apple's reach, we're talking like global in this category. For us, like just four fucking idiots from Rhode Island that just get together. We would be doing this whether we recorded it or not. The fact that somebody somewhere else that we don't know tunes in and tunes in. Listen how old I sound, George. (laughs) On channel 1080 (laughs) AM. Right, yeah. yeah. Turn your dial to... (laughs) Got my rabbit ears for the antenna. People that we don't know are listening to us. Blows my mind. I don't even care about the rank, which is cool. It's cool. Like, holy shit, we, we were moving up. That's awesome. But the fact that somebody from um, uh, the other, another part of the country has downloaded our episode multiple times blows my mind. It's crazy to me to think of that. Like, like I, I'm not that interesting. Like, I'm just some dude in Rhode Island with, He's with right. a wife and three kids and, and how, like, I, there's nothing special going on here. Right. So the fact that people listen 
regularly and enough for it to be noticed by services like Apple and this is is incredible to me. It just blows my mind. It's it's true because we've had downloads. Yeah, we've had downloads across the the the, the world, right across the globe, which is wild, wild in my mind. Yeah, no, it's anyway, I, sorry. I, no, 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 no. You're right. It's it's it is amazing because I see where people are listening to mine, and I'm like, I don't even know anybody there. So right. I, and they and they do repeat. And I, I at first I thought, well, maybe it's just some bot or something, but they don't show up every single episode. So I know that it's not. They just right. skipped a week or something. Who knows? Who cares? Nobody listens religiously. I don't think to everybody. I listen to a thousand yeah. podcasts. I can't keep going like that. <clears throat> but it freaks not freaks me out. But right. it's it's almost like wow, like it's it's someone's listening. Yeah. I, I always tell people you got to help me out because there's only a certain amount of people that will listen just for me. So, but but <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. I, I'm just like you just said. I'm some smart from from Massachusetts who has who got bored during COVID and bought some equipment and started recording. Right. Why would you? How does it get out there? Some places I know, some and I, I know there's some regular places that go, and I kind of know they like. I see, I know when Brad listens. I see, I see Warren. I think at least I think it's Brad. It's probably not, yep. but uh, <laughs> so. But that's well, it's either Brad or Craig. Brad or Craig. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. And well, um, like, I, I do the same thing, right? I can, I see like parts. Uh, we get downloads in like Texas, so I have a lot of friends there. Um, you know, and we have some friends in Texas. I know that they'll listen in, in other parts, but for the most part. It's crazy. Like I don't, I don't have friends in, in fucking Boise. Like why are we? <laughs> we can download. We get downloaded in. We get downloaded in two different cities in Sweden last week. <laughs> hey, the word is getting out. I, I, like I have distant relatives in Sweden. They're not listening to my podcast because of me. They don't even like you. <laughs> no, no. That's why they're still in Sweden. <laughs> that's, right. that's why they don't come over. <laughs> But it is it is no, fun. No, we'll take our king. Thank you. You, <laughs> Listen, you enjoy your freedom. Yeah, take yeah. take it easy, Sven. Relax. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy your pseudo democracy, <laughs> Dave. You will look fucking. <laughs> Grab Svetlana yeah. and just go, you know. But it, it is it is fun yeah. to track that because obviously some episodes are better yeah. than others, and and um, it it's just it's fun. It, that's what's fun to me. Like I don't care about the numbers. It, it, they're good enough where I, yep. I I'm going to keep doing it. Um, I'm not charting, I'm not breaking any records, but I'm also not pulling, you know, tens and elevens per episode. It's, 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 yeah. it's worthwhile. And, and I, I'm doing it for the same reason you get, like, I, I, if I remember correctly, you guys, you just alluded to it. Um, you get the, the other three, you weren't part of it quite yet. You guys would do this every Friday night and just said, why don't we record this? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Like what? Cause yeah. it, it's authentic. You guys aren't acting for the, for sure. you, you forget Sometimes I'll forget I'm even doing a podcast. It's fine because there's a microphone yeah. right in my face, and I'm like, I don't even see it sometimes. Right. I'm just talking. <clears throat> it, yeah. it, and it, it's yeah, just it's, fun. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, um, this is kind of how I, I think of it. It's like a lot of people are like, oh, God, I can't wait for Friday, happy hour, go out, have some drinks, unwind. Like, this is my happy hour every week. You know what I mean? So I, this is my thing. And my Friday night, I go hang out with my buddies. We do this. I can unwind for the week. That's my thing. That's what I do. And it's, it's been, so we, what you hear for the show is probably half of our night together. Right. So we, we get to either Brad's or my house at say seven thirty ish. We don't start recording till nine thirty or 10. Oh, wow. right? We hang out. We, we bullshit. It's almost like warm ups, Right. And then we record the show. And then depending on what time it is, we might hang out for another hour and a half after that. 
so it just continues. And to me, like that is my, I don't know, that that's my wind down. And Matt has said the same thing. He's like, you guys don't know how much I need this every week. Right. Cause even, we don't have, none of us live overly stressful lives. Right. Like Matt complains about his job. Craig bitches about his job. Brad and I do the same thing. We all have different reasons to, to complain about our jobs and stuff, but we all get together and like, we can kind of let it out. And it's, it's nice. And I, I, I honestly, I thank my wife for that. Cause she encouraged me to do it. Uh, there was a time right before I joined the show, uh, and I just mentioned we have friends in Texas. My best friend, Matt, who I work with, he moved to Texas when our company moved the training facility there. They offered all of us packages like, hey, if you want to move, we'll pay for you to move down there, which is great. He, so he took the package and he, he and my wife's cousin are actually married. Um, so he moved. And when he left, I was like, Ray, all my friends left. I was like, all my friends moved away. All just my Matt, friend. right? <laughs> all my friends. And I asked him, like, hey, does Craig still do that podcast on Friday? She's like, yeah, I think so. So I reached out to him. I'm like, hey, I'd like to come just hang out and, and watch you guys record. He's like, yeah, sure. And they were doing it at Mike's house at the time. So she's like, yeah, go do it. And I went um, a couple times, and, and they didn't let me sit and watch. I, I showed up, and there was a microphone in the chair, and I was nice. like, shit. Nice. So so I, I came on a couple times over the course of maybe two months, and I was like, it's, it's fun. And, and they asked me, like, hey, do you want to do this? regularly and i said well i don't know let me talk to ray because um the scheduling might be tough and, and it's tough it was tough for me because i have raised my second wife i have two older kids with from a first marriage older they're 13 and 10 so every other weekend they're here with us i didn't want to leave rayanne with our then actually it was right before the baby was born ari was born I didn't want to leave her with my two older ones and then a, a, a brand new baby every Friday out of the Friday night. I'm like, that's, I don't want to do that. And she was like, listen, I can handle it. Go do your thing. I think this would be good for you. So she encouraged me to do it. And it was like, we'll be fine. I can handle it, the, the kids. And if it wasn't for her being willing to do that, whether it was easy or not, I don't know. But if she wasn't willing to do that, I wouldn't be on the show right now. So she like, at first my commitment to those guys was I can come every other week. So I would be, I would do the show with them my off weeks with the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and then it started evolving and she's like, you know what? You can go every week. I'll be fine with the kids. Like go do your thing. I was like, great. So Brad and Craig were good. They would we'd be flexible. Sometimes we'd have to do it on a Saturday or whatever, just so things were easier with the kids at home. But if it wasn't for her, like encouragement and flexibility, I wouldn't be doing the show. And I'm glad she may, almost made me do it because I like, it's now become like, that's my thing. I love doing it. When people ask me, what, what do you do for fun? Like I get together with my friends. I do a comedy show every Friday. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like, that's, I love it. And that, that's, it is remarkable. And, <clears throat> you know, I don't know Rayanne very well, obviously, but um, I, I, what I see, what I know of her, I, I do like her a lot. And that just makes me like her even more. But the first thing I thought of was, was it's kind of a win-win Dave. Cause then you're gone for a couple hours. It's good for her too. Yeah. She wins too, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't let's not put her on too big of a pedestal because there's a little bit of selfishness there. No, no, Dave. Anytime you want, you want to go two a week, two a week. How about three a week? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. That's my that was my first thought. But but no, that is amazing. You don't definitely, you, you have to get what? She's like, don't you have to travel to do this show now? Can't you leave? <laughs> you guys should go on the road, location. Go, that'd be great. Missouri, maybe. I don't know. How about go see Mike in Texas, it. whatever his name is. <laughs> 
great. Needless to say, business conference <laughs> in, in Indianapolis, right? Yes, yes. And, and yeah, you know she was pissed off last day when you guys didn't go to Rhode Island Comic Con. Like, great. I count on this weekend. Awesome. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, COVID. Yep. Again. Uh, Th- oh my thanks, God. Trump. Yeah, thanks, know, Biden. <clears throat> Crazy. No, but that is that. It is good to have a supportive wife like that, and and um, it was yeah, it was it was cool, and it's it's worked out now because like it's now it's a routine for all of us. So so the weekends where it's just um, Ran and, and Aria, my youngest, they do their little girls' night on a Friday nights. Like they'll have they'll put on a movie upstairs. Let me popcorn. The two of them hang out. The other weekends when the older kids are here, they do the same thing just downstairs. The, the four of them will just hang out. And, and watch movies and stuff, or my son will sit in his room and play video games. He's he's that kid. He's ten, but yeah. So it's 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 not a big deal anymore. It's fun. They're like, oh, daddy's got a show tonight, and that's it. It's cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, yeah. I, no, I don't, I don't know how much you, fun. I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but how long were you married? I didn't know. I didn't realize this was your second wedding. How long were you married yep. the first time? Are you comfortable with that, or or, or no? How how God? I don't remember how long I was married the first time. All right, um, that good. Never mind. Good Understood. No, like that's like you know what's weird. It's not that long ago. Same, I was like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you time frames and stuff anymore. It's been like, Rand and I have been together for ten years at this point. Oh, okay, all right. So and never mind that then. So I've I've been together with Rand longer than my previous relationship already. Okay. Um. So yeah, I couldn't. I, I want to. It wasn't. It wasn't terribly long. Um. I want to say maybe four years, five years at most. Something like that. Were the kids the reason you got married? Was what's that? Were the kids the reason you got married, or the first child, anyways? Like, oops. No, no. We, my my first, we got married before we decided to have any kids. Um, and then so my my daughter was born. She was born in two thousand nine, and then my son was born in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, so it, it so he my my son was born the same year that she and I divorced. It was a few months later. He was just a little guy. He was a little teeny teeny dude at that point. Um So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a long time, but it, it was looking back, it, it was never it was never going to work. Yeah. Um and and it took a long time for me. Like I went through a lot of I don't know, mental struggles and things and it took me a while. Like I was never comfortable being myself and I never felt like I could. It, I know this sounds a little sappy and, and, and cliche and stuff, but um, I probably never, I shouldn't have gotten married when I did. Do you know what I mean? And then the relationship I had, it was, she's not a bad person. She's a great mom to the, the kids. She's always, she's always got their best in heart. And, and the three of us now, her, Rand and I, we have a, a good, like, I don't say relationship, but we all, it's mutual. Like we're all in it together for the the kids. Um, But at the time where I was mentally and emotionally, and then how she and I interacted in that marriage, it was never going to work looking back on it. I just couldn't see it at the time. Um, And and things are better now because I am much more who I feel I am. You know what I mean? Like it sounds silly, but like I'm comfortable with myself. Like I'm, this is who I am. I've always been this person. I was for a time afraid to let myself be like this. And there was apparently, and this happened unbeknownst to me, but at some point um, after Rayanne and I got together, my parents talked to her and said, thank you for bringing our son back. Wow. And I was like, oh shit. So it was, it was a little more obvious than I thought. Yeah. How I was, how I was, you know, but um, 
Well, yeah, were, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind talking about any of this stuff. No. <clears throat> well, it's funny because you know you were you were in it. It's tough to see. It's it's not always easy on the inside looking out, but no, the outside looking in, you can see that. And do you think Rayanne had a lot to do with letting you do what you do? Oh, yeah. So if I was Brad oh, yeah. right now, I would say to Rayanne, "Thank you for letting me yeah. be myself." <laughs> yeah. But that's that is that is her and her family, like. They are unapologetically who they are. Yeah. Good or bad. Like you always know, like you know Craig, you've met Matt once or twice. Rand's the same way. Like they don't hide emotions, their thoughts. They are just like who they are. Good, bad, or indifferent. There's no judgment ever. And then like that is refreshing to me. And I like I always tell them like like you have you don't even know. Because for a long time I was like, all right, I need to be like this. Um, I'm getting to like I'm getting close to 30. I should be getting married soon. I should be doing this and this and this. It's not, it's not a blueprint like that. That's not how things work. No. You know, and like you said, when I was in it, I couldn't really see it. I didn't understand those motivations, but having been out of that mindset and way of living for a long time, it's, it's painfully obvious now. Yeah. I've learned so much from the rearview mirror that I, I never mm-hmm. knew before. It's funny because you hear all this stuff when you're growing up, um, Oh, you'll you'll learn. You'll you'll figure it out, and blah blah blah. And you're like, well, dude, just tell me. How about that? Just give me the answer. That way, I don't have to worry about figuring it out. Yeah. But you can't. Right. And, no. and, and, and it's it's like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was that was a period, not a comma. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 crazy that you have to go through a bunch of shit to be able to to see back and understand it, and and like, oh yeah, I get that now. And I'm I'm at a point I'm old enough where like I, listen I don't have time to pretend to play games like this is what it is this is what I think this is what I feel whatever and I'm the same way at work I tell my bosses I'm like listen if you're gonna ask my opinion be ready for the answer like I'm not gonna give you the answer you want to hear if you're asking my opinion you're gonna get it you know what I always say I always say don't ask a question you don't want the answer to exactly it's simple exactly if, I, if you don't want to know don't ask because I'll tell you. And if I yeah. ask the question, I want to know too. But it, make sure you want to know the answer because if you if you're if you if you're hoping for an answer, don't ask it because you might not get it. That's right. And that's just that's it. right. So it, it, yeah. And I I've like for the, for a long time, like I didn't have I didn't have a bad childhood. There was nothing like I had what a lot of people wish they could have growing up. Like I grew up in the suburbs. I went to good through a good school system. I got to go to college. Had a family that loved me, looked out for me. Um, I had friends throughout both. Um, so it wasn't or friend. from, from the surf. Yeah. Well, that, that changed. <laughs> once, once people got to know me, it dwindled. No, oh, the real day is um, coming out. See ya. That's right. Yeah. I gotta go. Um, but no, like what I mean is like on the surface, like, Oh, like that's, that's what people strive for. So I had no reason to complain or be upset about anything. As I got older and things changed, like we, Life gets complicated, whether it's it's overt or not. And, you know, I had a, a, a group of friends from high school that I grew up with. I knew most of them starting in elementary school. And when I went through uh, my, my divorce, they just disappeared. Like, wow. no, no one called to check on me or asked how I was doing or whatever. They just went on their own lives, doing their own things and hanging out with my ex-wife so all the, their kids could get together. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. Right. That was a hard thing to to digest for a while, but what I what I found was I do have a couple of friends that have always been my friends regardless, and I have people now that are that way. In Brad, Craig, Matt, um, 
my friend Matt in Texas, my, my friend Kevin that lives in Connecticut. I've mentioned him on the show a few times. Kevin and I have known each other, this is going to sound silly, literally our entire lives. Our, our fathers were cops together in East Providence. He was born in April. I was born in June. I have known him since the day I was born. Did they so have the mustaches? Since, I, I got to know, did they have the oh, mustaches? Oh, my dad still has it. <laughs> Never left. <laughs> Listen, my dad's mustache. My dad's mustache is older than 82% of the population of the country. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's always had a mustache. It, like right now, because he's been retired, he's got a big handlebar mustache. Oh, he's Raleigh Fingers. I like it. Oh, yeah. If it, if it wasn't white, he would look like a villain from the 30s. <laughs> oh, you the, know? Dastard, what's uh, that guy? Dastardly um, um, from the, the Hanna-Barbera series with, with da- the mutt and know, dad, that hey. guy. I can't think of his name. I think the mutt's name was Dastardly or something. Oh, no, it was Mutley. Mutley and... Oh my God! Yeah, I oh, can picture him. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about the hat. But yeah, yeah. He like he looked. My dad, if if his, if his hair was darker, he would look like he should be robbing trains. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's but, a great um, scenario. Yeah, so, that visual yeah, was perfect. So, but yeah, so so he he and Kevin's dad were they were cops together, and we so he and I grew up together, and he's he's that friend, and I think most people have this. He's that friend of mine that. I don't think he and I have actually physically gotten together in a couple of years. But if right now I called him, I phone said, dude, I need some help. Something happened. I need you here. He's on his way. Yeah. And vice versa. Like, and he's about, probably about an hour, 20, hour and a half drive from where I live. But if it, I know I, if, if shit hit the fan, I could call Kevin and he will be here to do whatever. No questions. So he's, he is that friend for me and he probably always will be. Um, and going through what I did, helped me have this perspective that the important things that I need are not necessarily things that I thought I wanted. Next, you know, on a special what chat I have with now George Noonan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right? I, I, I feel like now I'm telling stories that fit into the cover of your, your episode. Ah, your, your, there your it podcast, is, the Massingill right? cover. Yeah, so I had, I had to think, that's, that's, a, that's a way callback. But no, like I, I've I've gone through a lot of of I haven't gone through like I, for me I've gone through some things that were hard to deal with for other people maybe not so much for some people maybe more than they want to, but for me I've gone through some things that have changed my perspective over the years, and I think given me a, a better outlook on things and 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 appreciate what's really important not just what some people think should be important. Right. Not me. And to to bring it back like. Yeah, to, to bring it back, what's important for me is to be able to have um, a strong family unit, Rianne, Aria, Annalyn, Matthew, the five of us all get together. We are civil and can interact with Annalyn and Matthew's mom, so there's a good working relationship there. And I have my my friends that I can see every Friday night that I keep in touch with throughout the week. I have a good balance of uh, a solid family life and a good friend's a group of friends and everything just works together for me and I wouldn't change anything. Period. How's that? That was a period, not a comma. Okay, good. Uh, no, no, that's, mm-hmm. ama- that's amazing. Now, how, it, just to put it in perspective, how old, if you don't mind saying, how old are you right now? Uh, I think 43. <laughs> you think, give or take. <laughs> it could what be. Year, f- what year is it? Yeah, I was born in 79. <laughs> in June of 79. So, so you just had yeah, your birthday. 43. Okay. 43. Okay. Yep. Now, now yeah, we, you can you know where you were at thirty three, and you've yeah. obviously come a long way. 
yeah. you haven't hit a brick wall. So where do you see yourself at 53? I, I don't know if that's a ridiculous question or not, but I mean, you, you've grown from each year. Like, what do you, what do you, is that what you see in 10 years from now? Just you guys all living in, in one big house and the, the mother has the, the left wing and you guys are all like, what, what do you see as far as growth wise for, it, <laughs> to continue the special. Was funny, like, yeah. What, what's funny when I, when I look into the, the future, I, I put it in the context of how old will my kids be and what will that allow me to do at that point? Oh yeah. So in 10, like in 10 years, my oldest will be 23. My son will be 20. They should both be out of my fucking house at that point and not ever come here. Right? Like, they should be coming every two months to have dinner. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I feel like uh, <laughs> Right. And, and at that point, Aria will be f- almost 15 at that point. So pretty well self-sufficient, which means I will have a lot of free time to do what I want to do. That's fair. I can spend more time, like, in my shed making knives or working in my stone, my forge, whatever. Um, doing that stuff. And otherwise, like, that's how I think about where in 10 years, what I'm going to be. All right. Well, Annalyn's going to be 23. She'll probably be on her own doing whatever done with college. Hopefully she's the one that's going to go to college. Matthew. I'm like, Hey, he's kind of lazy. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) he is, he is a good kid. If I had to peg him now, he's going into fifth grade. He's going to be a solid, like B student. Right. Mm -hmm. He loves sports. He's a good athlete. He's not going to get scholarships. He can play any sport. The kid can play any sport he picks up. He he can play tennis, ice hockey, um, soccer, baseball. You give him a sport, he'll play it, and he knows how. Um, he's not going to get – if he does get any money for sports, in, like in college, it'll be to like uh, Division two, Division three schools. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so he'll be 20-ish. He'll be like in college age or working. Like honestly, him he could go either way. Totally fine with me. Like it's college isn't for everybody, and college is not what it once was. True. Also, um, so for me, if he doesn't want to go to college, I'm good with that. But he's gonna get a job and start being self sufficient. Um, and then I'll have a teenage daughter at that time, which means I'll probably be drinking a lot more <laughs> again. Um, so yeah, like it, when you say ten years from now, uh, if you ask about my job, I couldn't tell you. Um, I, but in terms of personal life, like I gauge it by my kids should be roughly in these parts of their lives, which should give me a little more freedom to do things that I want to do. And that Rayanne can, like we can, we'll be able to go out more on our own. Like if we have a 15 year old at home, like, Hey, we're going out. We'll see you later. Right. Be home by 10 or whatever the hell, you know what it is. And we'll be able to do more adult things together without having to make all those plans. Yeah, in, in my that's in my defense, I, Dave, I was <clears throat> excuse me. I don't, having not having kids, I don't think that way, and that's that's I, I, I should have known the answer before I even asked it. No, no, because that that's true. You you said that you said the answer. I think anybody would have said, except for people without kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. People without kids be like, oh fuck, I've been doing the same thing just in ten years. I don't know, <laughs> just, uh, just on a Hawaiian island. That's all. No big deal. That's right. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I do it when I want, how I want, suckers. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I look at people that I knew uh, when I was younger that had kids at like, tw- like in their early twenties, and at this point, their kids are now at that age where they're leaving. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna go do this." I'm like, "Oh, you asshole." Yeah, those those teenage sluts have it made now, don't they? Ah, bastards. <laughs> they knew exactly what they were doing. Well, if I have the kid now at sixteen, by the time I'm thirty, woo, kid's gone. Yep. 
See ya. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. The, the other the other thing I think of when you ask a question like that is like, all right, by that point, I should be done paying child support for the two older ones. <laughs> then we can do a whole bunch of different shit. Well, when does that stop? <laughs> when, but that stops when, when they hit a certain age, though, isn't it? Is that what you're talking you're talking about? It's like because you don't have to. Yeah. It, it it the way it stands now, um, it'll it stops at a certain age if they go to college. I think it continues through the college years. If they go to school, so you're going to take a break with Matthew. Correct. He's you, know, <laughs> you yeah, should pay listen, him listen. not to go. Give him half. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, dude. Here's the deal. I'm paying this now. If you don't go to college, I'll give you a cut. <laughs> you, <laughs> it's a win-win. I love a win-win, Dave. You got to know that about me. I love a win-win. I, I have a friend. He's actually done the podcast, and, and on his Facebook page for a long time, he'd have he'd have the number um, 35. The next day, he had 34. Yeah. And next day, thirty-three. You see where I'm going with this. And so, yeah. so people are like, what? What the hell is with the numbers? He's like, counting down the child support. He counted yeah. it down on Facebook when it hit the one. I forget what he did for when it hit zero, but that's what he and he started at like a big number. It wasn't just thirty. I just didn't want to pick a big oh, number. God, that's funny. Yeah, that's what he did. He he couldn't wait for it to be done. I was like. <laughs> Oh God! It's like we're talking about child support kickbacks right now. That's what we're doing. <laughs> listen, it's a racket. I'm telling you, it's a racket. That's why I don't have kids. Uh, listen, I get it. Like I, I get it too. Like I understand. Like, I, I get the whole thing. Um, it's but it's at that point. Like when they're that old, like just fuck, no, stop. You're not buying them. You know, like, uh, but whatever. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, they're not getting new shoes. Um, but yeah. Oh, new shoes. Listen, I'm fucking selling this house and buying a house that I want. <laughs> where, all right, now, let me ask about this. You just said something that where? Okay, so where would you want to be if you couldn't be in the lovely area of East Providence? Hmm. Would you leave Rhode right, Island? Uh, have, you, according to you, you wouldn't. All right. So here's here's it. It's a two part answer. All right. Good. Um, if if I had if I had to move if I wasn't living in East Providence, I could like pick and choose anywhere. Realistically, though, with not, my current no no with with my current circumstances yeah. with. Um, the two older kids, right. And they kind of drive that decision now. So I would, I would move, stay within this area, immediate area now, just in a different home. Like I would, I like to be able to design my own house and property, right? Like I have, I know what kind of house I'd like to have, how I'd like it designed and, and different things around the yard. So I would probably move to some, like someplace like, uh, like Rehoboth that has some space, you know, but it's still nearby just because I can see those kids it, still. Um, without that as a, com- a component, like if I didn't have to work, if they could come with me, uh, wide open, I'll go anywhere. All right, but here's, you know, here's I, the problem I, with that, I, though, Dave, is that you mentioned seeing your kids, and you can see your kids clearly with that goddamn streetlight. Don't even tell me you can't yeah. see your kids. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I was <laughs> seeing things I didn't know existed with that streetlight. I, I, it's, what your own bones with your pale last skin? It was going right through me. People saw my yourself? people saw my innards. I mean, come on! You, I shouldn't I shouldn't be that transparent. That streetlight, <laughs> although they, although it wasn't as bad as I it. thought it was, it was pretty bad. They fixed it though. They did. Or did you break it? The 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 Tuesday no the Tuesday after the party. Of course. Um the the guy from the engineering company from the city came out and he put a little tiny visor on it. That keeps the light directed at the street, but do, it doesn't come into the yard anymore. Here's a, how about get a so lesser it's, light bulb, it's, it's, not one that's 9 million watts? 
It was insane. Well, that's the thing is they put it. They put in LEDs, which are the equivalent of like fifty watts, and they're fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Actually, I was talking to the guy that, that fixed the that put the visor on. He's like, yeah, normally you put like thirty watt in the streets, but they, I don't know why they put all fifties. And um, he was a he was a nice guy. Uh, by the way, his name's Matt. So shout out to Matt from uh, from Rise Engineering. Um, cheap plug. Yeah, uh, but yeah, cheap plug. Whatever. But no, it. it, it I was I was pleasantly surprised that the city, like the city government, was so receptive and willing to work with me, and they came out and did it quick. To put it in perspective, uh, for yeah. those who don't know, is that uh, Dave has a has a hot tub outside his door, and he has to put the umbrella up at midnight because the light is too much. He has to block out the light with the umbrella that is meant for the sun. Yeah, the, the street <laughs> light is on a telephone pole, which is directly across from my side yard, and it has a clear view to my entire. There's nothing blocking it. So when they put these new bulbs in, it was sh- there was light shining. In pl- My grass was growing at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, it was insane. Now, again, having three kids, I'm like, oh, good. We have a well-lit street. True. But I don't want a well-lit patio and backyard at the same time. True. Tonight. We don't need so, shadow puppets every single night. Oh, uh, yeah. So what? who has an open umbrella on their patio at night? <laughs> I did. Because the street light was so fucking bright. Right. But it it has been resolved, and it was it, all I, I I have I commend the city of East Providence for for being so receptive and Shout willing to, to work with me. And, and yeah, <laughs> like and I actually I actually emailed the mayor and said, "Listen, I want to tell you that there's a few people on your staff that were very helpful. Thank you for doing that. Like I've been I work for an insurance company, like doing claims. It's a thankless job. I get that." So everyone, it's nice to hear good things. Everyone, especially someone that works for the government. The government, everybody hates the government, right? Right. It's a big bureaucracy. But the the people that I dealt with were fantastic, and it it got resolved. Thank God. So now I can sit on my patio. I can have a, a fire in the fire pit, or I can sit in the hot tub, or do both without having to put on a hat or open an umbrella. See, I like I like the Corey Hart thing. I like wearing my sunglasses at night. It's fun, and it, now it's it's <laughs> you just you were you in the middle of drinking something then? Was that that way I was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on my third beer. <laughs> I could hear the the. You wanted to laugh, but you had a mouthful. That was awesome. Uh, what, yeah. what, what are you drinking? Yeah, I, what do you got? Uh, right now, I'm drinking an all day IPA, Founders. Oh, have you switched Those beers? My, you my said you had three. Have they all been that that same one or a different one? Oh yeah. Well, my first one was a Harpoon IPA, mm. um, and then I switched to the Founders. They're very similar. Oh, okay. Have you been to the Harpoon? Um, oh, what's factory in South Boston? Oh, it's been a long time since I've been up there, but I, I did go once, I believe. It's, I couldn't even tell you. It's been years. So no, it's it's it was. Is that the one that's right next to the music pavilion? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've been up there, but yeah, I've been. Uh, do you have? I is like Harper. Is there is there a Rhode Island? First of all, I love your pizza. Second of all. Um, would you have like, cause like we have Sam Adams, Harpoon, do you have, is it a Rhode Island beer? And I know in the fictional family guy there is, but what is, <laughs> Dude, believe it or not, there's a put a Pawtucket Patriot bar is in that Pawtucket, right? Rhode Island. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the George Bennett highway. I think is what it's called. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's a few local, there, there are more micro brews around town now. Um, I believe. But there's nothing that I think nationally people would would recognize. Have you seen think. Have you seen the commercial? Uh, the, I, don't, I don't know if it's national or local. 
uh, cousin Sal from Boston. Yeah. Did you get yeah. that? That's yeah. I, I. That's annoying. I hate yeah. that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah, it's, it's, because it makes everybody else think we're all like that. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's insane. It, it's, we're not. It, I do laugh. I'm gonna. I will say that I'm kind of a I'm kind of a hypocrite because I do laugh, but I'm laughing because it's kind of true, but not for everybody. But it just annoys me if everybody in the world sees that commercial, or, or in the country, and thinks, "Yeah, those are those schmucks from Boston." Great. And you know who else yeah. is from Boston? Because oh. they'll tell you. Because every guy from Boston has to work that into the conversation sometimes. You ever notice that? There's a Boston Rob. There's a Boston George. There's, it is, who cares? I, 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 I don't understand that logic. I don't either. I, I've never heard of Rhode Island Teddy. I mean, who the hell's that? You just, you just don't hear that. I, I just no. don't, I don't. Connecticut Bobby. Who? What? Shut up. Yeah. Those this are states. Those aren't even sense. capitals. Those are states. That's a bad example, but. I don't know. It's just it drives me crazy. Hey, how you doing? Oh, good. I'm from Boston. Oh, great. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. You know what gave it yeah. away? The how you doing? That's what gave it away. Going yeah, to just go, stop it. Going to Dunks. We're gonna go stoppies afterwards. Get the packy store. Like, shut up, ass. Yeah, that's, that's, how, <laughs> that's how everybody like anyone outside of of New England thinks we all sound like that. Ugh, everybody. It's awful. Like when I went when I first went to college at Clemson. Is I thought it was great because like there was nothing better for me than a bunch of southern girls going, "Can you say this? Can you say that?" And I was like, "I'll say whatever the fuck you want me to say." Right? I'd like to say it naked but, if I may. Uh, listen, I'll whatever. <laughs> I would, but after like my sophomore, show me year, a Texas like, piece. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. After sophomore, it's like shut up. Leave me the fuck alone. Like go away with your stupid southern accent. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not your puppet, but it could be for five bucks. No. And it was it was so funny in South Carolina. Like I could I could sit on a bench and I could pick out all the girls from up north and all the girls from the south just by how they were dressed. I believe all the southern girls, regardless of the day or time of day, were dressed up, had makeup on, their hair done. All the girls up north, fucking sweatpants, sweatshirts, and ponytails. They didn't give a shit and chewing their gum vigorously. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, those girls are hotter than the southern girls. <laughs> I, see, I, 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 there's truth to that. There is truth to that. I, I like a, a natural. You don't need to be maked up to make up. Make is that? Did I just? I told you I'd conjugate something. I just didn't know it would be that. Yeah. Make up. You did do that. Yeah. Maked up. Right. Made up to the to the nines every single time. Why is it the nines? Why isn't it the tens? I don't know. Isn't Look, I, you got me, man? But th- I was the same way. Like I, I try to tell my wife she's the same thing. I'm like, you don't need makeup, but you. I want to do it. I'm like, okay, I get that. But these these girls down south, they were like they would spend so much time putting on makeup. Like there were some people you could see a distinct line along, like almost their jawline. That's the where best. the makeup stopped. Yes, and I was like, I can't. Like that's I don't know. I don't enjoy that. I don't. Yeah, you're just no. you're just pointing it out. You're advertising. Like this, to me, the, not, I'm fake from the neck right. up. Yeah, they have like to learn to do to that. Me, yeah, there's nothing sexier than a girl just like being casual and not trying. And still looking good. Yeah, I think I think that's when women look their best when they're when they're not cognizant of their own physical appearance. You might sounds ridiculous, but like when you're not trying, that's when they, you look good. Do you know how many times I've been hit on because I don't try? 
like my whole life like like that's the key to it i didn't even know I, like i went out on i there's this a funny story of my friends and i all went out and and they would get dressed up they'd have these you know eyes on shirts on and and the shoes and i'd wear i swear to god i'd wear if i had to wear pants i would but i'd wear like the the famous story is i had a buffalo's a buffalo bills windbreaker on because i like the windbreaker and and i just stood there i didn't dance i didn't do i didn't even drink i was the driver i and i and Girls would come up to me, and I'm like, "What? What is it like? I'm not the best looking guy in the world, eh, top ten, but not the best. But like, like I didn't. But it was just like because it was the attitude. Like I didn't give a crap whether I was single or not. It didn't matter because I had the same attitude. It, it, and they just, I don't know. You're not there for them, and they want you to be. That's probably what it is, right? Yeah, it, it's it. Yeah, so and that's. To me, that was it. it was, that's how I felt. Like that was the allure. Like she's not out here trying to impress me, but she is because that's what, <laughs> I don't know, that's, jokes on her. I am impressed. <laughs> that's right, right. Ah, you fool. <laughs> um, but no, like the, the, the Southern girls. At, at first, I was like, "Wow, this is great." But then after a while, like it's all a show. Yeah. Like it's all like a little facade. So like they'd say their cute little Southern things like, Oh, bless your heart. Like, I know what that means. That's Southern for fuck you. You're an idiot. <laughs> y'all. Yeah. Like I'll say y'all like I'll still, that'll still happen to me. I spent four years there. It's, it's bound to happen. But um, after a while, it's like, listen, stop, stop putting on a show. Like I, I, I I'm not impressed. Like, knock it off. <laughs> right. Um, but yes. And it's funny. You mentioned Buffalo. I lived there for three years. Oh Yeah. Uh, yeah, right out I, right out of college, I got my first job for for another insurance company, um, like doing field work, doing like home inspections and stuff. And and my first assignment was Buffalo, New York. So I spent oh, just about three years out in Buffalo, New York, and it was I had a fucking blast. I used to I used to go to Bills games. I went to their home opener every year at this big tailgate party. Um, it was the the it was the most accessible accessible city I've ever been to. It's a big blue collar town. Nobody's judgmental. Everybody's just out to have a good time. It was fantastic. I fucking loved it out there. Well, let me ask you one question and, and I'll have my answer. Mm. And I may or may not hang up on you depending on it. <laughs> Anchor or Duffs? Oh, dude, listen, Duffs. Oh, that's one. you're staying with me. You're staying with me. And I'm not hanging up. Duffs all the way. No. You, listen, I would do, when people would come to visit, I'd say, listen, we'll go to the Anchor Bar because you almost have to do it. Get your T-shirt, blah, blah, blah. Right, you, we'll go to the Anchor. However, we're also going to go to Dust because <laughs> Dust has the better wing. Yes. My mother, I, my I, mother I, is I up live, there, Dave. My mother's I, up there. Oh, yeah. I live I live not too far from uh, from the Duffs in uh, Amherst. Oh, no kidding. We, go, yeah. we, we would go to the one on Genesee. Well, we do go to okay, the Genesis, yeah. I, I should say, by I, the by the I lived, airport. I lived right. Yeah, I, oh, I, see, I lived on the other side of town. I lived um, right off of Niagara Falls Boulevard, where oh, yeah. two ninety goes over it. Okay. Yep. So I live. Yeah, I live right on the border of of Amherst and Tonawanda. Mm, that's where my mother lived first. She lived in North Tonawanda, and then she, end, yeah, so she ended. Up bar, in, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. There was a bar a bar that I went to all the time. That was maybe four or five blocks from my apartment. It was the the Brass Rail, is what it was called. Um, it was across the street. It was just across the boulevard in, in Tonawanda, but it was like right there. I could walk over there. It was great. It's a fun place. I loved Buffalo. It was like, I don't know, man. Like everybody was just nice and easygoing. And it was a, a, a fun, it was just a fun town. And I, what was weird is 
um, I had a friend from college my freshman year. We lived in the same dorm. We got to be friends. He joined a fraternity, and, and um, I didn't. So we kind of went separate ways. We saw each other every once in a while the next few years. Um, I forgot he was from Buffalo. So when I moved out there, I, I, was, I moved out by myself. I was 20, 22, just got an apartment. I was hanging out. And I was sitting in this little um, diner having lunch one afternoon. And there this kid, Eric, this kid, Eric, goes walking by the front window. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, that's Eric. And then he walked in with one of his friends. I'm like, dude. He's like, what are you doing here? And, we, and I end up hooking up with him. So he and I got to be close again in Buffalo. And I got hooked up with, like, his group of friends. And then I, so I had I ended up with this built-in social network in Buffalo while I was there. And it was the, the best thing ever. It was fantastic. I had a blast. That's insane. The odds are astronomical that that would happen that way. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want to hear astronomical? I Here's do. another side story. Um, I was, you're going to have to follow me through this one. It's got a few branches. I'm taking notes. When I was in, yeah, when I was in high school, uh, we had, there was an exchange student that we were friends with from Poland. His name was David Daniel. Um, he went to high school with us in Seacock, what, Massachusetts. What was his last name? <laughs> that was it. David Daniel. <sighs> so, it was, I want to say, my freshman and sophomore year. Maybe it was just my freshman year. He was over, exchange student. So he was here for a year. Um, we got to be friendly with him. Um, after the school year was over, he went back to Poland. Cut to two years later, my, uh, my class, we had a class trip that we went to Italy for a week or 10 days or something. There were a bunch of us that I can't, I want to say maybe 35 to 40 kids with chaperones went to Italy, uh, went to a different, a few different towns in Italy, went to the Island of Capri. We went to Florence and Rome and we were in the day we were in Rome, we were walking around and either, either me or one of my friends was wearing a Seekonk baseball jacket and fucking David Daniel was on a class trip from Poland in Italy and bumped into us in the middle of Rome. What? Two years after being in Seekonk with us. It was, that was the most insane moment I've ever had. I'm like, I, the fact that I knew this kid from Massachusetts, who was an exchange room from Poland, (laughs) two years later, we bump into him in the middle of Rome because we're both (laughs) on full trips from different sides of the fucking world. Like, you want to talk about odds, George? That, that's that, insane. I can't even figure out the numbers. Like, you can't even fathom the statistical anomaly that that meeting was. And especially since of all the times to do it. Right. Right. And if, if like, the weird, the crazy thing is if, if my friend was not wearing his Seekonk baseball shirt, it never would have happened. He would have walked right by us. Yeah, sure, of course. You're not looking for him. It's like you... It's, it's it, like, I still... To this day, I think about that. That was in 1995 or 6. Wow. Right? So I still think about that, and I'll never forget the kid's fucking name either. Like, it was the craziest thing I've ever... I'm like, what are the odds we bump into this kid in the middle of fucking Rome <laughs> two years after he left Massachusetts? It, it, you can't put odds on that. You can't. You, you, it, no. It'll be off no. the board. Yeah. Either it was the biggest statistical anomaly in... in the, the the history of humankind, or he was a Russian spy. I'm not. It was one of the two. I'm not sure which one it was. It's fifty fifty. In all honesty, mm-hmm. I, it's it's definitely. Looking back, 
yeah, like a backflip coin, it could be either one. Definitely, makes sense definitely. to me. The Seekonk, come on, who, who's, who's, who's representing Seekonk in Rome? I mean, that's, you, you know. Uh, there's no way that was an accident. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I was I was in Buffalo, and I ended up meeting, seeing my friend Eric from college, and, and that kind of plugged me into the, the, the local scene, and which was great, because I got to be uh, friends with those guys, and they showed me around the, the city and the town, and um, it was fun. It was, it was a ton of fun. I had a blast in Buffalo. Um, while I was there, I was like, I don't know. Cause I was single by myself. It's no one moves to Buffalo for the single nightlife. <laughs> um, but, but I made the best of it. And, and looking back, it was, it was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Did you go to the falls? Yeah, of course I did. Well, yeah, I was, I, you know, living where I did my, where my apartment was, I could get on Niagara Falls Boulevard and just drive straight up until I hit the falls. Yeah. Um, so I had friends come out and visit my family would come visit every once in a while. And, and that was always a spot we'd go up to. Um, it was the views better on the Canadian side. And for me at the time, I was able to go across the border with just my New York state license. I didn't need a passport or anything. Um, but everybody else did. So when people came to visit, we tended to just stay on the American side. Yeah, they have that no, one. Yeah. They have the one part though that's really cool. That's because I did. I had a passport, so I, we I went over to the the Canadian side and, and, and back, of course. But um, the the New York that that side's underrated. The American side, the Canada side's way is absolutely better. But if you're only yeah that you know the little thing I'm talking about, where everybody gravitates towards on the on the American side. That that is some because you're really close to the water there. The actual fall. Yeah, there's, there's- yeah, there's two spots. So on the American side, there's the, the one spot they, they've kind of built a bridge. It's like a half a bridge that goes out and just hangs over. That's, so you can that's, look yes. At the falls. Yes. That's amazing. Or you can go out on, or you can go out onto the island and stand above them and look down, which is, which is incredible in and of itself. Oh, I don't think I did um, that. Yeah. There's, there's a part of it where you, there's a, a little, there's a little bridge that goes over the, the river. It's probably about a, a quarter mile up from the falls itself that goes over onto the island that sits in the middle of the river, but you can, it's a state park. So you can go out to the edge and, and almost look down and watch the water cascade off, like right next to you down into the falls, which is, which is crazy. Hmm. Maybe yeah. It's a cool, it's, it's just a cool place. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I drove the Mario karts up there. Do you, do, I don't know if you played Mario Kart. And, oh, no, I haven't. And that's fairly recent. That wasn't there when you were there. But <laughs> so, in all fairness, you wouldn't have. But um, it's it's based on the actual game Mario Kart. It's it's designed that way. No shit. Yeah, yeah. And I always say it's on the Canada side because I want to be cool like that. But it's not. It's actually on the New York side. No, no one wants to be Canadian. I know Canada sucks. Canada sucks, eh? It's, it's fucking Canadian. I just did what I, I just did no, to Canada. What I, I I I hate when people do to Boston people. I just went Canada sucks, eh? Not everybody does yeah, that. But, but you're not wrong. We used to go. So we had we used to go over to Niagara Falls, Canada, for two reasons. Poutine. We would either walk across. We'd walk across the bridge, and buy um, the really strong Molson Triple X beer and just walk it back, right? Because you couldn't get on the American side. So we'd go buy the Molson Triple X. We we just walk across with a thirty rack. We didn't have to declare it. Just here's my license. Good. So we would do that, or we'd go across to go to the best strip club on the East Coast, which was the Sundowner. It was in Niagara Falls, Canada, and it was fantastic. The Sundowner? The Sundowner, yeah. 
Oh, the Sundown. What what made it the best strip club on the East Coast? It was it was big. Um, the the women that worked there didn't look like they had to work there. Oh, that's a step up. You know, you know what I mean? Like they looked like they wanted to and enjoyed it. Right. Um, Not because they have daddy issues with four kids. That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, they strip clubs in Canada are much more um, personally accessible than other ones around here. Do you know oh, what so I mean? There is touching in the champagne room. Yeah, if you if you ask, and they didn't shy away Politely. from those things. <laughs> Pardon yeah, me. you know, like around here, if you go to strip clubs, like you've got to like talk to five different people and slip people twenty bucks here and there. Like <laughs> up there, they'd be like, "Hey, you want to go back here and do this and that?" And you'd be like, "Okay." So, but no, it was just a fun time. It was a huge place, and it wasn't like you know if you go to strip clubs around here, they almost expect you like you have to go sit up front of the stage or get lap dance or this or that. Otherwise, they kind of don't pay you any attention. Whereas there, if you went and go just sit at the bar and have drinks, no one's bothered. It's just like you're at a regular bar. No one busts your balls about it. So it was just a totally different experience. So when I was you know twenty two or three. We'd go up there every once in a while, and the fun thing was every every football season when the Patriots went out to the Bills to play, we'd go up we'd go up to Canada, go to the Sundowner. The whole strip club was full of, of mass holes. <laughs> Nothing but people from Massachusetts flooding the strip club. They're all out there for the football game for the weekend. They go get have a bunch of Canadian titties smashing their face and go watch <laughs> the football game. The next day. Everybody had the same idea. You know, what's funny about that is that I, I I have that same story, but my location is Tampa years ago. Not the last mm. time they were there, but years ago when Curtis Martin, it was there and all stopped oh, okay. done oh. that far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and it was Mons Venus instead of the Sundowner. Okay. Sundowner. And it was the same thing. It's all just Patriots fans and, and all that crap. And it was just, that's it. But you know what's funny is that I, 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 I had a different experience. I, I stayed away from the stage, and I acted like I didn't give a crap, and they just came to me. It was wonderful. Yeah. See, that's the thing. <laughs> like, that's, that's you, George. Like, you have that allure. Like, right. You have that air of indifference. Oh, people yeah. want to change it. That's right. They want to fix me. Good luck, bitches. <laughs> yeah. You can't Joke's fix on me. you, idiot. Yeah, you can't fix what ain't broken. Ha ha. Ha ha. But that's the true story about the about the Mons Venus though. It was all Patriots fans. But I got, I ended up getting a, a Warwick Dunn jersey because I like whenever I go to some other place, I always get a souvenir because I don't like to wear Patriot stuff at the visiting thing. Yep. Here's a funny story though. I did actually wear. I had a Curtis Martin shirt, and he was going to break one thousand yards that day. Um, yep. So I had a sign. I think I had a sign that said we had Sam Gash too. And I, you know, being the age I was, I was. Everyone, New England loves its gash. Like, like you know, like that. Yeah. Like that would actually make the air. But I, I had a Curtis Martin thing too, and I, I we originally had like say I'm just gonna make up a number five people going. So I bought five tickets. Yeah. And then someone else wanted to go, so I had to get another ticket. And I bought a single, and it was in the front row. So I said, Hey, listen, you guys take the the group. I'll sit by myself. I don't care. And I sat in the front yeah. row um, on like the thirty. I think it was really good seats. But they weren't the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they are now, of course. Um, they, no, although they no. did kick the – well, I'll get to that in a second because it's part of the story. And I'm sitting there, and I'm with all these Tampa Bay uh, season ticket holders. They're older than I was. And I'm not the kind of guy that's going to you know, be a jerk. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in their stadium. I'm, I'm obviously rooting for the Patriots, but I'm not making yeah. a big deal out of it. And they were so nice. and, and um, you know, they, the, Plus, they were kicking our ass. We got destroyed. 
and, and at the halftime, I had a, a Curtis Martin shirt on and a New England Patriots do-rag on. And at the half, they, a couple of people, they left. I just kind of stayed because I didn't know where to go. And they came yeah. back. They bought me a Tampa. They made a joke. They said, if, if we win, you have to wear a Tampa do-rag. I said, that's a, that's a bet I'll take. Of course I will. Like, I didn't have right. to do with it. So at halftime, that's how bad it was. At halftime, they came back with one, and, I, and I, I did put it on. And my friends came down, and they're like, what are you doing with it? I was like, dude, relax. These people are cool. Take it easy. Settle down. It's, it's okay. We're, we're, you know, don't make waves. What are you doing? You know? I'm surviving. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But they were. It was because they were. They were like. I, I don't know how old they were at the time because they were just older than we were, yeah. relatively. But I mean, they weren't like eighty, but they weren't like thirty either. I think they were more like you know forties or something. So they were. They were cool, yeah. and but they just treated me like I was their adopted New Englander. This is from yeah. Boston. That, that would encourage you to that, but. But they were just they were just so nice, and so I put it on and I kept it. I yeah. had to keep it for a while, but um, I think that's the one time I wore a a home my hometown at someone else's stadium, and I don't know why I did it. Yeah, but you got you got to be careful doing that, depending on where you are, because like like the, it's as ridiculous as it is, I'll get you in trouble. It almost did. Uh, I know, I'll tell you another, another quick yeah. story about the Patriots. The year that the the Chicago Bears they did not play at Soldier Field Road. Soldier Field, they, Soldier Field Road. That's in Boston. Um, they did not play at Soldier Field. They were fixing it, so they played in Champaign, Illinois. And my friend Adam, okay. Adam, and I drove out. <clears throat> excuse me. We stayed over. We went to the Patriot. They went to the Patriots Bears game. Now we're in the end zone. And the the Bears are winning the whole game, so everyone's cool with us because they don't care. We're not advertising it. I had a Chicago Bears hat on, but we're clearly okay. New, we're clearly New England fans, and nobody had a problem with it. All of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, the Patriots come back and they win it like the last minute, and the uh. the the crowd just just stops, just dies, and they all turn and look at us and we're like, what? "We we didn't do it." We're, we're, like they got mad at us, like like we're like we're controlling it. We're just going to wait till the the fourth quarter, like just just as we drew it up. It was no, so you're, it, it you're happened. an easier target than Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, that's yeah, why, because I think it was Bledsoe. Yes, and it was just funny because we're like, what 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 are you getting? At? We, we we were kicking our ass the whole game. We didn't care. What do you? What? It was just it was just such a, a weird thing to see. Like they all just turned on, and it was one of those things where it, it at least it felt that way. It's like one of those where you're in the middle and every head turns around to you like those commercials. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Because even though it was more like the 10 people tops because we, they were all kind of goofing around together. We were very sociable. And uh, it, it was just funny because it seemed like the world just stopped and just turned and looked at us like we did it. We were like, okay, well, we, we'll see you later. Goodbye. We just kind of left. Because you don't know what's going to happen. I saw a guy wearing a, a, a Denver, a John Elway shirt at a Patriots game on a Monday night and they beat him up. For wearing a John Elway jersey, like who? Like that? That's not like why? Why? Why are you getting so upset about that? Right. Who cares what the dude's wearing? Right. And, and he didn't deserve it. It wasn't like there's one video no. that's out, and it was in New York. Um, I forget what happened, but some dude sucker punched a guy. But apparently the guy was like, not yeah. not that it was worth it, deserved it, but he was, you know, making a scene about being the only guy rooting for somebody else. Yeah, but that's not. Yep. That's just not as fun as. I don't want to say it's funny, but if it's, it might seem funny because people were laughing. It's you, you just don't do that, like you, right? You, I, I just I never understood that. Like you can't wear a shirt of the other team. Why not? Like, 
Yeah, but this is, I, I don't, I never, I don't get that. But I never did Who it. Who cares? I, and I never did. I think it was for that reason too. I decided I'm always first thing I do when I get to a place, I'm buying some gear of the home team, and I'm wearing that regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's even if I'm if it's not the our team they're playing, because I, I like to go to a game, no matter who they're playing yep. when I go. Uh, but it's just it's just it was just crazy. It's it's there's so many stories. Have you did you go? No, it's funny because you said you went to the Buffalo home game. And I'm sure tickets were not a problem to get. What was that? The Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith era? Or no, no, I was uh, I was there when they had like 25 different quarterbacks. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah, they were all over the place. They were all. I, I was I was in Buffalo from 2001 oh, through right. 2004. I can't remember their quarterbacks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nobody can. <laughs> right. Sure. Fair. That's fair. Actually, you know what? Drew Bledsoe was a quarterback for a little while when I was there. Oh, wow. Oh, so that was Pat. Okay. You didn't see the Patriots, did you? Yeah. Did they ever open up with the Patriots? No. Yeah. I, I saw the Patriots. The, the, I, was, I was at the game where um, it was the Patriots-Bills where Tom Brady blew out his knee the first time. It was like the first game of the season. That was against the they Chiefs. They tackled though. Brady and, and and hurt his knee. Was, and, was he yeah, out for the year? Game. Was he out for the year? It was it was pretty close. I think, yeah, maybe it was it was early. It was obviously early in his career, but yeah, it was one of those games. But uh, I was yeah, there was it, it was a lot of fun. It was just a I don't know, man. Like it was, if I had the, the Buffalo Bills are my number two team. If I'm not rooting for the Patriots, it's the Bills because they were just. I had so much fun out there, and they just like, I don't know. They're that team you want to root for and do well because you've never heard anything bad about them. Even now, though, now that they yeah, happen, even now, because I used to, I used to root yeah. for because I used to like Thurman Thomas. Yeah, no, I mean, whatever. I mean, Bruce Smith, Thurman Thomas, Jim Kelly, like that was that was a great team, like with Marv Levy back then in the early nineties. But um, I well, don't know. It's like. Because I was there, and I went to – I've been to more Bills games than Patriots games. That's what you were there. I forgot. It's easy to, to latch on. Yeah, to the home that's the team. thing. Is I was there for three years, you know? So I got to I get to experience it and enjoy it, and, and their games are much easier to get to. The tickets are more accessible. They're cheaper. It's a fun stadium. Um, and it, I don't know. It was just a good time. So if I'm not rooting for the Patriots, I'm like, all right, how are the Bills doing? Yeah. I used to be that way for the Dolphins with Marino. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to oh go. well, Matt Matt from, the, Matt from the podcast. He's a he's a huge Dolphins fan. Yeah, I'm not a Dolphins fan anymore though. I, I, it left. It, it took me a couple of years to stop rooting for them when Marina left, but it was it was basically Marino. Yeah, and I got to Get go. To, I got to go to a Patriots game and see the Dolphins play. I'm not like Darius Rucker where they make me cry or anything, but you know, it's still. <laughs> wow, well, Hootie the Blowfish reference. Yeah, why not? Nice. Why not? I saw them in concert with with the bare naked ladies. You know those are guys. Holy dude. I, I want my money back. What's that? Well, the, the, I was. That's false advertising. I got there. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. What? Who are these clowns? What? Uh, get off the stage. Where are the women? This, this isn't the sundown. Sundowner. It's just a regular downer. Oh my god. So, yeah. <laughs> but they were both very good. That's the funny thing is they were both really good. Um, the Bennett ladies played the Big Bang Theory uh, theme song in the place. That's, I think that was the loudest pop they got. But yeah, they're, probably. They're a fun band, though. They're a fun fan to watch. I've always heard that. I went to. I went. For, yeah, I went I, to the. Okay, I'm sorry. I was gonna say when I was in college, like those were the, that was the music. Like high school, college for me was 
Hootie and the Blowfish came out when I was in high school, and then Bare Naked Ladies got big when I was in college, and I was like, I was into that stuff. Dave Matthews Band. What? Huh? Did you what? say? Did you say Dave Matthews Band? <clears throat> I've listened. I thought, I, I've I been I to a few Dave Matthews concerts too. That was the same thing though in high school. Have you really? High school and college. Yeah. Yeah, man. Does Brad know? Because he gives me a hard time about it. That's he can give me a hard time. I don't give a shit. I did it. I like them. Whatever. Listen, my I have a wide variety of musical tastes. Depending on my mood, like you may you might show up on at the house here and I'm listening to some some Swedish death metal, but two hours later I might be listening to OAR and sipping a vodka and iced tea. You know what I mean? With so pinkies up. It all depends on my mood. Nice, nice. Now, have you ever gotten into country music? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll listen to country music for sure. Now, do you go old school like went, Merle Haggard, or do you do country pop? Um, I'll listen to a few old school things. I w- I tend to land more like I don't want to say pop country, but um, in like the early early to mid two thousands when it was kind of transitioning from that like traditional country to more pop country, yeah. there was kind of like this transition period. Like, I think. Right now, I'll listen to Kenny Chesney. I'll listen to Zach Brown Band. Um, those would be good staples. Like, I would listen to Toby Keith back in the day. Like, that kind of music. It was just fun to put on and, and just, I don't know, have some beers, too, and, and hang out. Like, I would listen to that stuff, for sure. What's the last concert you went to? Oof, the last show was, I believe it was a Seven Dust concert I went to with Craig and Matt up in Worcester. That's that's my go-to band. Like they're my hard rock band. I first, geez, I I discovered Seven Dust by accident in like 1995. You were looking I for six dust. <laughs> I won tickets to a concert on nine. Do you remember the, the radio station 95.5 WBRU? I remember the call letters, not the number, but yes. Yeah, yeah. So so I won tickets to go see. Um, oh shit! It was the Henry Rollins band. No and, kidding. And my buddy, yeah, I won tickets to go see Henry Rollins. It was like two hours before the show. So I called my buddy Kevin. I'm like, dude, do you want to go to this concert? He's like, all right. So we went down to Providence. Uh, we were like the first ones in line. So we got right up on the like right up on the stage. It was the, the original Lupos. And the opening band was Seven Dust. And they did their set. And Kevin and I looked at it like, that was incredible. They were better than the Rollins band. I've been a fan of theirs ever since. Every album they put out, every time they come around, I will do my best to go see them. By far, one of the best bands I've ever seen live. I have a quick question before we continue, because I want to hear more about that. Did you get closer yeah. to the mic for the train? <laughs> no. You why? didn't? Because you got loud. I could hear you on my headphones get louder when the train was going by. I didn't know if oh. that was on purpose oh. or not. I, I may ha- I may have instinctively just talked louder, but no, I didn't. I didn't lean in or anything. Just, I, you know. That's awesome. So, so that's, that, that that's led you to go. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that's the professional podcaster in me, just <laughs> recognizing my my environment and adjusting. And adi- no, I don't. And that's the non-professional whatever. me that doesn't. Well, will not edit that out. So you were good to keep talking because it'd just be silence. <laughs> hey, and it's your show. You do whatever the fuck you want. I love okay? the trains. I do. I do. Um, and that, so that inspired you to go see them when they started he- headlining, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, and like they're a they're a band who has they've made a what twenty five year career out of playing like two or three thousand person venues, and they're they're fucking excellent. Wow. Yeah, 
that just I've seen them a ton of times and and they have never disappointed me. That's awesome. No, no, they have. I've seen that because I've seen Seven Dust T-shirts. The only reason I know about them, to be honest, yep. I don't. I, I may or may not have heard some of their music, but I don't know that I did. I couldn't name one. Yeah, I guarantee you've heard some of their songs. They're one. They're probably. I like to call them. They're the best band that a lot of people haven't heard. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just. They, I I always argue, like almost regardless of genre, if, if an an artist has been performing and making music that long, two plus decades. They're obviously good at it. Doing something right. You may not, you may not like the music, but if they've been playing live concerts for two or three decades, they're good at it. Yeah. Like, like another one is is another example is Three Eleven. Three. I've seen Three Eleven a few times. They've been making music since 1993, and they go on tour almost every summer, and they play five to ten thousand person venues. They're good at what they do. You may not like that music, but they're good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been a proponent of, of well, not always, but I've learned to be um, live is where it's at. like you can tell a band how good a band yeah. you can You can edit everything and filter and blah, blah, blah. And Paul did the drums and Paul did the music, the guitar and the piano. And you can splice that all together. But when they go live, there's no hiding anything. Nope. And and that's nope, actually you're absolutely right. And that's where my my love of the Dave Matthews band came because seeing them live, it it wasn't if I may do my Brad impression again, crash into me. It wasn't it wasn't like it it was live and kick ass. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, whole different thing. You can't. Yep. That's why I went and saw Springsteen because I'm like I'm not a, I I like his music, I, I don't love it, but I hear he's great live, so I'm going, and I. Try not to miss a show when Springsteen. I'm not going this year because well, I don't have twenty thousand dollars to buy a seat, but I would have if I could yeah. <laughs> because he's that good. I don't care how old he is; he's it's that good live. Right, right. You can you can appreciate a talented band or musician without liking the music that they play. Yes, I, I agree with you hundred percent. It's funny. It, yeah, it's funny. It's like my my wife talks about it. Uh, our friend Ricky um, has a few cover bands. One of them he plays in is, is Opiate. It's a Tool tribute band. My wife can't stand Tool. We've gone to see Ricky's cover band, Opiate, a bunch of times. She's like, I don't like this music, but they're good at what they do, so I can listen to it. Was Ricky at your party? Yeah. Okay, I met him. Yeah, I think you left before. He nope, actually nope. set up his guitar and microphone. No, I was, I was there. I met him. He played a Dave Matthews band right, song, okay. and I shoved it in Brad's face. That's right. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Sucker, this is one of your friends playing Dave Matthews, man, so shut up. Oh, the song goes out to Brad. Yeah. No, I met, I met him. I, I, for some reason, I thought his name was Mike, but it's, it's obviously not. But no, I, I met Ricky. He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Ricky's a good guy. Like, he, he's another guy. He, he plays in a bunch of different bands. He runs his own business. He, like, he raises two kids by himself. Like, he's an incredible dude. But um, like, like my wife said, she's like, I don't like this music, but I can, I can appreciate how well they play it. Yeah, I just wish he'd let he wouldn't let Craig sing every song. Oh, dude, Craig can't <laughs> sing anything. <laughs> it was like Craig Yoki out there. I was like, what is going on over here? Oh God, it was awful. Since I didn't pay for this for the ticket, I, almost, I didn't complain, but Right. I almost went in my house and just flipped the breaker off on the the whole thing. I just hit hit the main. I, like, I don't know. What off. Like, all right, we're done. I have no idea what happened. It was so funny because I think him and Matt were were belting out too. Yeah. It was, it, 
just, I mean, good for them. They're having fun. Well, it was I'm busting balls, but it was it, it was it was still fun to see. But no, dude, those, those two singing karaoke was like like watching uh, Waldorf and Statler on the Muppets. Like <laughs> it, just, it was not. Oh. Yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> Yeah, he did good. He did a bunch of stuff. He did a, I think he did a song he said he hadn't done in a long time. I forget what it was, of course, but um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Having not met him before, I at least appreciate the story. But yeah, talented dude for sure. That's the thing is like I, you may not like all the music, but you can appreciate the talent involved. Yeah, that's true because he played a lot of songs that I, I wouldn't typically listen to. And I found myself yeah. like you know the words you just but it was just cool to hear his version. Not that he ruined it; he, he yep. just did his own version of it. And um, I thought he was great. I, I would go see him perform. Yeah, I, I'd be looking no, now. I'll, now I know to look for Ricky, not Mike. So maybe I'll find it. No wonder I couldn't find it. So, what's this guy Mike playing? No one seems to carry him. What's going on? Plays with ten bands and nobody wants him. How does that work? Does this guy even exist? What the hell happened? You know what's funny? What he did too, because I was telling him that I, I ended up meeting, uh, seeing him in your in your um, porch where all the the apps were, and I was yep. like, I was like, hey man, great, you know that was good stuff. He's like, ah, oh, it sucked. I was I shouldn't have drank too much. Whatever. <laughs> he wasn't happy with it. <laughs> I mean, that's how professional he, he. I was like, dude, seriously, this is great. Uh, Craig brought you down, not you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Craig. Craig's the anchor. <laughs> in a bad way cut the dead weight it would have been a perfect show no I thought I really thought he was great I'm not being biased I, I had just met the guy so but he was he was really good I could see why other yeah. bands want him to front them yeah no he's he's, uh, he's he's a good guy he can he can play he can sing he's he's fantastic he does it all I won't tell him that to his face though I'll, I'll just but you know well I'm gonna edit this out too so don't worry about it yeah that's a perfect that's what I want to hear <laughs> that's what I want to hear I that guy <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, how long do you think we've been going? Don't look at your watch. I don't know, a couple hours? Yeah, two hours. Have we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Two hours. Nice. What time's Rayanne coming home? I don't know. Nice. Oh, let's see. It was a party for a five-year-old, so I, I'm going to guess in, within the next hour. We've got to get you partying then. Is there, uh, where, where, where can people have, where can people come find you for your podcast, which I highly recommend, although I will say it's not for everybody, but if you, if you like to hear four guys just busting each other's balls and still get a little serious, Brad tends to do that. Um, yeah. Where can they, where can they find yeah. you? No. So, so the, it's the needless to say podcast anywhere you can, you stream music or, or listen to podcasts, you can find us, whether it's Apple music. Spotify, any of those places you can find us. Um, we have uh, uh, a website as well, uh, needless to say, podcast.com. From that website, you can stream us on whatever platforms are available. So if you're not sure, start at the website, needless to say, podcast.com. Then you can go from there. Um, occasionally we're on Twitter, uh, NTS underscore podcast. Uh, Facebook is NTS podcast and Instagram is needless to say podcast. So, Anywhere, I would start with the website. Um, that way, you can you can pick whatever service you want to stream or listen to. Um, but yeah, that's where you're going to find us. And every week, we put on a new episode. Like George said, um, it is. Uh, we like to to kind of think of it in the vein of that old school, like Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony type stuff. It's 
it's morning radio without the commercials and the breaks. It's a ton of fun. Um, there's, there's nothing that's off limits. Um, so if you're easily offended, be, be warned otherwise, but everything we say is never meant to be mean. It's just meant to get laughs out of the other guys. I'll, I'll leave it at that. That's basically what it is. It's who can make everyone yeah. laugh. It's, it's, it's almost like a, it a competition yeah. in that, in that way. I want to be funnier. I want this. It's, I'll be funnier than that. I'll top that joke. And not in a, and like you said, it's not it. malicious. It's just, nope. this is what you do every it's Friday perfect. night recording or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this should not be funny. I shouldn't tell this joke, but I can't help it because these other two guys are laughing. I'm going to keep going. You play, That's you're, usually what happens. You're playing for the audience. Whether you, you, I would That's imagine it. just yeah. like I do, you forget that you're recording and you don't even know what you said until it's too late. That's exactly it. Yeah, but that's, I, appreciate, that's it, but I can appreciate it. It's just that. a ton of fun. Yeah, it's just it's four guys get together, kind of unwind for the week, and, and go wherever the conversation takes us, good, bad, or indifferent, but guaranteed you'll have a laugh. And in the vein of the Opie and Anthony conversation, we didn't really get into it, but I got to ask you, um, what did you think of their, their breakup? Uh, it was... It was messy and overdone. I wish it hadn't happened, but I get it at the same time. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they were big personalities. They just got to a point where it wasn't the work payoff wasn't worth the personal investment for any of them. So I get it. But that was one of my favorite parts of, of being on the road when I was driving, was listening to that show constantly. Um, but what are you going to do? It's it ha- like I get it. There was so many personalities and things. It, it was bound to happen. Yeah, and and I just I, I yeah that couldn't have been helped, but I used to yeah. hate when you'd have Patrice O'Neill in there, Nick DePaula, Bill Burr, uh, even Joe Rogan would would be in there once in a while. And that's how we actually got yep. the idea, I think, of doing the podcast because if if I remember correctly, it was because they were having such fun, but they couldn't say all the things they wanted to say. Um, if if I remember correctly, and you'd have Anthony and Little Jimmy. Killing it, crushing it, yeah. And then Opie would go, "All right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we, we can talk about the weather." Yeah. What? What? What do yeah. you? What do you mean? What? Who are I, you? Yeah, that was like. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. Like Jimmy Norton was my favorite part of that show because he would just like he would have these, he would just take these shots that just buried everybody on the show, and like, so he was my favorite part, and he always just went off whatever happened. And he had no apologies. He just took a shot, and it was it was always funny. But um, yeah, that was the thing. Is like it, you hated to see those breaks. Like that's what killed me. It just kills the vibe. So that's why when we do our show, we just we just let it go. We don't have to take a break. We don't have to stop. So it's just fun. You know, I wish it could have gone on. Thinking about them in the heyday and perfect, but it was things evolved too much and changed, and it just was never going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and, and the but some of the funniest things were Patrice and those three just going off. I, I, it's been said by other people, but I truly believe that Anthony Cumia is the funniest comedian who's not a comedian. Yeah, like you would. He, 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 he Anthony Cumia. He holds his own with everybody. He made, yep. And he's another and one. He's he, he's far right. He's 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 a, he's kind of a crazy dude now. And but but you don't have. To, but his comedy on that show, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, whatever, liberty doesn't matter. Funny is funny to me. And Anthony is yep. is is funny. He 
he just he just was. And he also yeah. had he also had the background of what being a uh, he he would climb in ducks and stuff, right? Like the or he's a carpenter or something. So he or was a Corolla yeah, Corolla yeah. was a carpenter or something. I forget it was, but but Anthony had he had a hard yep. job. So when he got this radio gig, he's like, "Whoa, I'm not losing this. This is uh this beats yeah. this beats the alternative." So he never took it for granted, and I think Opie somewhat did because it yep. was Opie was there first. So he's obviously it's not called the Anthony and Opie show, and that's why. But as far as I'm concerned, it should have been the Anthony and Opie show because Anthony. He he ruled the show. I thought Opie, yeah, Opie yeah, was trying was, to keep up, in my opinion. And then when Jimmy yeah, came along, so, he, yeah, Jimmy was was so Anthony pro Anthony, and just they got along well. Once they hit it off, I f- just feel like Opie was like over it. Yep. Yeah, I I think you're right. There was something like just brewing in there, but like Anthony could, he was so quick all the time. Like he never missed an opportunity to take a shot and the shots were always, they always landed every time. It was, it was, I don't know, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. And then the, the Opie and Jimmy show didn't quite, <laughs> I don't no. think anybody saw that not ending that way, but right. Whatever. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. I, 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 I know I, I listened to them both too, and Opie and Anthony got me to listen to Ronnie and Fez afterwards just because I was too lazy to turn the channel. And I, it took me a while yep. to get into that kind of humor, or I should say their humor because they have a different. I think Ron's one of the funniest guys, but nobody knows about him either, really. It's kind of funny because he's, he's a funny guy, but you got to get used to it. I used to love when he'd say, uh, hey, Fezzy, who'd win in a fight? Like a, a giraffe and a rhino. Like, what? what? <laughs> but he'd make it funny. And then you'd, you'd say something. He goes, oh, God, I could go for a chicken sandwich. I'm like, what, what, what? It's just, it sounds stupid when you when you say it. But when, when they do it, it was just, did you listen to them yeah. after O&A at all? No, not as much. No. no okay. I, I tried a few times. It just, yeah, no, it kind of trailed off yeah, for me anyway. You had to get, you. it took me a while. It, how, I'll tell you the truth, how I got to it real quick was because I was painting my walls, my, my room. I was painting a room, um, and I was absolutely too lazy to turn the channel, and I listened to, like, the whole show, and by the end of the show, I started to like Ron. I, I didn't, I thought Fez was funny, but Ron was, Ron was funny. Once you got Ron's humor... Then you got the jokes, and then it became funnier. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, he he did have to acquire it, and I I acquired it because I was too lazy to turn the channel, basically. But um, yep. Anyways, all right. The need is it the need or just needless to say podcast dot com? Yeah, it's just needless to say podcast dot com. That's it, man. All right, uh, Dave. Hang on for two seconds. I'm going to stop, and then uh, I got to talk to you for a second. So thank yeah. you, Dave. I appreciate right. it. No, thanks for having me on, George. I appreciate it.